0: Now those damned agitators are out there stirring up trouble. I don't need this. Get them out of here.
1: No women on the budget. The budget is like not an issue. People used to make the joke that it was like unlimited budget works was like the name of the anime instead of unlimited blade works. Because it was just like some of the craziest fucking effects and and scenes that you've ever seen but mappa has been blowing it away like chainsaw they did chainsaw man too recently which was really fucking just like they're really good at like kinetic flowing sort of action right it's like everything they do is like super high energy and kinetic
2: like it's amazing no yeah chainsaw man was great at that shit yeah the that's the attack on titan crew too
1: oh it is oh that makes sense Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. That's the best part of Attack on Titan. Well, that's the best part of any anime, really. Yeah, yeah. I watch it to see them eating ramen.
0: (laughs) Some people do. I'm beginning to understand this, that not everybody watches anime for the same reasons. (laughs) I always, like, there's something about
1: really good action shit like that in anime that always gets me, because, like, That was my biggest complaint. I don't know if you guys have seen One Punch Man. But like the first first season of that, man, oh my God. Some of the fucking best action scenes like ever made. Just an incredible achievement and just animation in general. And the second season, they got a different studio to do it. And it's like, it shows like the fucking quality fell off a cliff. And I don't know, man, it kind of pissed me off because I'm like, look, I would wait five years for you guys to make a second season of this if you could keep it the quality of the first season right like you don't gotta pump the shit out like keep the same studio that did the awesome shit pay them the money give them the time to do it i'll happily wait for it
2: but yeah you just hate to see it when like the quality drops off like that especially in the world of anime it's like y'all got a lot of shit to do like everybody will be gucci we don't gotta be yeah Everybody's gonna be missing one punch man busy watching Jujutsu Kaisen and demon slayer and fucking boruto who did boruto i didn't get into that shit because I, sure. I was i, I was like i ain't. That. I watched naruto and then uh boruto came out i was like i can't this is for the next generation but i did what like okay. i caught some of it because uh rowan was watching it and i was like damn like the jump in animation from just from naruto to that one was like insane
0: yeah <laughs> did you change your background to chris <laughs> Im- imploring leon to <laughs> fuck his sister Yeah, yeah. oh <laughs> uh,
2: the video portion of this one gonna go crazy <laughs> <laughs> do you guys actually release video of these episodes or
1: is uh you guys for like the patreon or whatever do you just this not be paying gonna...
2: attention or what
1: I just I don't yeah I'm really bad at paying attention to shit. All I've been doing lately is playing Baldur's Gate three. That's been like my oh I got to get for on for the Baldur's like a month now.
0: Yeah, my co-worker was talking about the Baldur's Gate three, and uh, mm-hmm. yo, by the way, I added my th- my buddy. He works across the hall from me, also mm-hmm. an English teacher. I added him on PlayStation Network, and you know, I was like snooping, seeing what games he played and shit. This motherfucker has put two thousand hours into destiny and 1500 hours into destiny too. I was like, damn, that must be a good ass. It's like a space game, yeah?
1: Uh it's not a good game. Um it's an addictive game because it's got the whole like sort of Diablo loot like cycle or whatever where you get better and better loot i mean like destiny 2 i like the art design a lot it's a cool Mm -hmm. looking game and the game plays like fun for a while but i got really bored like i played maybe i played it for a couple months and i just got so fucking bored with it i got to the point where like i don't know i used to play final fantasy 14 back in the day so i played a few like a little bit of like mmo stuff and one of the things I liked about Final Fantasy 14 is even for like the big raids and stuff there was like matchmaking right like you could choose to queue up for a certain role to go into a raid and like do this big thing with a bunch of other people In Destiny there are like these raids but you you have to like find a crew of people there's no real like matchmaking and all the raids are like they try to do these MMO style mechanics inside of a first person shooter and it doesn't fucking work like I remember every single raid there was like all of these like weird fucking puzzles and the guys I was, with, I was with, they would all like argue with each other, and everybody get pissed off, and eventually quit, and we'd never finish anything. <laughs> I was like, I got better shit to do than play this.
0: So like, <laughs> That's
1: awesome. That's awesome. I mean, it's, but yeah, it, it's. I mean, it looks cool. Like it actually, like um, there's this. I'll send you a video. Of this one thing. It's probably the only Destiny Two thing you need to see. Um. It, it's something that's not even available in the game anymore, I think, which was this, like, it's like a little sub-side quest thing called Whisper of the Worm where you can go get this, like, really cool sniper rifle. And it's got some of the coolest, like, Nihei-esque, like, blame architecture I've ever seen in a game, like, and super cool, like, soundtrack and stuff. Um, but it always irritated me because it's a timed thing. You have to wait for the portal to appear. It appears randomly, like, throughout the day. So you just got to fucking sit there with your, like, thumb up your ass waiting for this thing to appear. And then, once you're in, like you only get three minutes to like get to the end. It's like a speed run challenge thing. But the whole time, I'm uh, like, I just want to like hang out in here. Like this is like the coolest area in the game. Like this is like super neat design. Like somebody obviously spent a lot of time and energy like making this, and I hate that like I have to just like speed run through it.
0: It's so, how I feel about the uh, the Johnny Silverhand sequence in Cyberpunk when you mm-hmm. flash back and he's mm-hmm. in Arasaka Tower. Mm -hmm. because uh you have his like you can just headshot everybody uh really easily i don't know if they like tweak the mechanics to make like people who suck better or whatever (laughs) but um it's playing the rebel path which is like the main cyberpunk song and it's this really awesome driving techno beat Mm -hmm. and his reloading animation like whenever you reload he like drops the shells and like spins it to oh, to wow. reload it and so you have this thumping I, i'm talking like blood raid from blade level mm-hmm. awesome techno track while you're like headshotting motherfuckers and then reloading by spinning your pistol and uh my kid loves it i have a save file right before that so i can just play that scene and he can go like yeah oh, while wow, i'm headshotting <laughs> people but you're like that could have gone on it. It's about a five minute sequence, but it could have been an hour and I would have had fun, you know, even though you're, you're spongy and you, you know, you're meant to get through it. It's a story cutscene basically. Mm -hmm. But that was like one of the best parts of the game. I hate when shit like that,
1: that that obviously had a lot of time and thought put into it ends up just being like this short little thing. Like there's a similar deal in Baldur's Gate that I just got through where there's, This whole kind of in game, I mean sort of in game right now. And there's this whole big in-game optional area that kind of has like an optional RPG super boss, right? Who's supposed to be super, super hard. Everyone's talking about how he's gonna be so hard to kill and everything, and you know, you might not make it. And his fucking boss music is a completely unique track that is a musical number that has the actual voice actor for the role, like singing like about himself as the boss or whatever. It's so fucking cool and i killed him in one turn yeah, <laughs> yeah. over. Yeah. i was like fuck like i'm too fucking strong i'm literally one punch man in balder's gate right now because it's like i have broken the game so much because that's what i do when i play rpgs is like i mm-hmm. just find the most broken synergistic shit i can find and i hammer it and i've actively killed my enjoyment <laughs> i could have had so yeah. much more fun had i just like not min max the shit out of every single one of this party. is
0: like the fucking hp <laughs> lovecraft grimoire magician's life story it's like i've <laughs> become too powerful yeah really <laughs> nothing's fun anymore money flows to me love sex beauty everything yeah and i get a challenge i just need a challenge um hi everybody welcome to agitator how do you do
2: it, Kelby? What's the
0: what's the 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 line, the byline?
2: What's good? This is Agitator, the modern day retelling of Rocky Balboa starring two mystic juggalo weaves. And today, guest starring, once again, a fan favorite, a host favorite, Ren Collier here to talk about all the Resident Evil CGI movies. I've been wondering how to title this one because uh, I went searching for some Resident Evil podcasts and i don't know just the vibe of them i was like no nah, i didn't even have to listen i was just like uh, i'm uh, amazed at, at all <laughs> oh
0: dude i watched a uh a three-hour lore video that was fantastic <laughs> it's got five million views and it goes through every single resident evil property up through infinite darkness yeah. i mean even the comic books and they put it all in uh chronological not uh chronological by release but in terms of the universe
3: yeah yeah
0: and i was like yeah that's something i could never do like i can't compete with that because i i don't care about. <laughs> <loyal.">
1: <laughs> is that the the ink ribbon
3: guy on
0: youtube yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i've watched yeah. some of his
3: stuff yeah
0: yeah it's good i mean i'm glad it exists i'm not knocking it but it's just, hey, everybody, welcome to our video, and we're going to show you every Resident Evil. Now, some of you might take issue with the fact that we are using the remakes instead of the originals. We don't really care. Sound off in the comments. It's that <laughs> It's that voice. Yeah. And, That's why uh, people
2: keep coming to this. They're like, I learned nothing, but damn, the voices <laughs> are so refreshing. <laughs>
3: absolutely <laughs> People just oh, love my. agitator boys
2: they do they do we're yeah. like uh what it was it called our R, e, S, P, S, P, ASMr e, yeah. E-S, ESP ESP, <laughs> E-S-P FBI we're kind of uh,
0: doa <laughs> we're kind of like a cia doa fbi <laughs> esp type podcast um so i started i think we all Ren, you i think you watched him out of order but uh i started with degeneration so we will start with degeneration which came out in i've got the wikipedia right here eight Thank yeah. you. Directed by Makoto Kamiya, who when I googled him, I found nothing else. Yeah. Um, it is a 2008 Japanese adult CGI biopunk action horror film. By the way,
2: biopunk
0: is badass. That's a I thing. Write oh, shit.
2: Yeah, we got to that... get into biopunk. Well, I'm rewriting Roughneck and it's going to be biopunk. So. Biopunk.
0: That's just a cool word. Not all punks are are created equally.
2: yeah steam steampunk is on the lower end of the totem pole (laughs) yeah steampunk's down there
0: although the people who created steampunk are are badass kw jeter and tim powers like they they invented steampunk and they're awesome but then it became a kind of a fat girl thing i think yeah i've all
2: i've liked (laughs) it real big dragon
3: con energy yeah
2: Yeah. (laughs) That's more the the cosplayer shit that made that, that watered that shit down. I've never disliked a steampunk thing that I like that I watched. So in degeneration, we begin oh, the. By the way, oh, is this ahead, the first CGI Resident Evil movie? No. Okay, I no. didn't think so.
1: The first no. one was this like. 4d exterminator thing that was like a tie-in movie to resident evil three or something but it's not mm-hmm. like i it's more like a 19 minute long short film thing it's not really
0: like a movie mm-hmm. so i i don't count it it's all they like did a, a they yeah. did an re4 one too which is just basically the cutscenes. yeah uh, it's just uh, the cut scenes, scenes are before, yeah 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 but this is like i i mean <clears throat> essentially yes uh, in the sense that we mean, so so yeah. I mean, they'd had the live action movies, which, by the way, one of my students, when I asked them to uh, write down their favorite movies, he was like just straight faced. He was like Resident Evil, the live action stuff with Mila Jovovich. I was like, all right, cool, man, yeah. Hey, those, yeah the are...
1: first one is fucking good. Okay, mm-hmm.
3: Well, mm-hmm. I'll say it.
1: Like, it's it's not bad. Like the sequels are. Like I, I kinda hate the second one because of like it, they actually start pulling in like shit like Jill and, and other characters into it and mm-hmm. it kind of sucks. Mm-hmm. It feels more like a sci-fi channel original movie than like I kind of like in the first one that Paul Anderson was just like, you know what? Fuck all the existing lore, all the existing characters. We're just gonna like tell an original story, like sort of set in a similar world, like similar, you know, umbrella and everything. And it's not it's a fucking good movie. I remember like it was like the f- it was on the very like front end of like the zombie movie revival of like the two thousands. Right. Cause it came out, I think before, uh, Zack Snyder's Dawn of the dead remake. Mm-hmm. And like, it, I felt like it, it like kicked that off. So like, I think like stuff like the walking dead is a direct result of resident evil, like the Paul Anderson movie making like zombie stuff cool again.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. 100%. I fuck with apocalypse just because, uh, I, I I don't know. Probably nostalgia. There was a mm-hmm. lot of like the soundtrack is great. It slaps the mesh top and uh Mike Epps. Those oh yeah, <laughs> th- those three things kind of make it for me.
1: Yeah, it was cool. Like a bunch of the games ended up using the laser hallway scene from Resident Evil, mm-hmm. like in the games itself. Like the, I guess the you know Capcom devs thought so that was like such a cool idea because you see it in Resident Evil Four and then in uh i think like dark side chronicles there's like one that's Mm -hmm. like literally like directly from the movie like same design like with the lights and stuff
2: you get a reference to it in uh was it vendetta with the the strings they run Um, in and they're just like
3: yeah yeah
1: (laughs) yeah i mean it was influential i think like people you know the, the first one definitely I think stands up as a as a good like horror action movie and the sequels are you know hit or miss but the first one definitely is awesome but this is about the CG movies so
0: sure sure actually we'll before
1: we has two cutscene ass looking movie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> before we get into the movies it might be a good idea to talk about Resident Evil tropes because every single game, that I can think of uh, and all these movies follow similar tropes. <clears throat> the formula to me seems like this. Where can we put the characters? Should they be on a boat on a tropical Island? This in time prison. they're in a city. Maybe they're in prison. Maybe they
2: are in a village, a quaint village. Uh, Just a quaint little Eastern uh, uh village on the east side of the world. Yeah, in the Eastern Slav Republic. The Um, Eastern
3: Slav Republic.
2: (laughs) As
0: as little thought as possible goes into the names, right? The airport is called Harvardville. It's Harvardville (laughs) Airport. Uh, It's the Eastern Slav Republic. Uh, There's a character called General Grande. Um, (laughs) 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 Um, And then they encounter increasingly strong enemies until they eventually fight a tyrant, some mm-hmm. variation on a tyrant. and the facility that they're in, which is usually usually like incredibly what's the opposite of anachronistic? It's like way too far in the future. but yeah. it'll be it's basically like okay, we're in an old-timey mansion, but by the end of the game you're in like 2001 a Space Odyssey ship mm-hmm. and it's gonna blow up, right? There's a mm-hmm. countdown. There's red lights flashing, uh. You have a timer, and then everything <laughs> the, eventually the fucking, explodes.
2: The hallway becomes an elevator. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah. There's literally every
1: single building in the Resident Evil universe has a self destruct sequence. I, like we were watching uh, the one we'll talk about later, like Infinite Darkness. There were there was like two different self destruct sequences in that, like the sub self destructs, and then the fucking. Like, complex that they're in self destruct. I think every single one of those movies has like a self destruct sequence, except maybe maybe Death Island. But then Death Island sort of has like a countdown anyway. There's like, it's sort of like a race against time at the end. So it's, it's similar uh, in yeah. spirit.
2: Yeah. With the, they're trying to get the floodgates to shut mm-hmm. and yeah. And even getting down to the like armory facility. And they're like, what are all these subs doing here? Oh, this must be leftovers. I'm like, damn, that's still <laughs> under Alcatraz. Like, they just, they turn Alcatraz <laughs> into a spaceship. <laughs> like, yeah, mm-hmm.
1: I mean, that that's something I, w- I was thinking about earlier. It's just like the, I mean, it is, I think anachronistic is the right word. It's just, we usually think of that in the opposite direction, but I, th- I think it works right. for the future too. But like, yeah, yeah, like you've got stuff that's ostensibly set in like the early 2000s and late 90s, that looks mm-hmm. like stuff from fucking uh, Sutomo manga, right? Like, yeah. you've got, like, in, in the one, the first one we're talking about, Generation, like, there's, like, a huge complex, it's like a space colony that's just, like, the mm-hmm. office building for this, like, pharmaceutical company. And it's like, where did, where does this stuff come from? And, like, like in Death Island, like, Jill just finds a plasma cannon, like, in a crate? Yeah.
0: and like, sticks it in the monster's mouth. <laughs> Dude, she sticks it in the monster's mouth. It's so cool. I also <laughs> think that it's interesting that the real destruction, I mean, Raccoon City, the mansion, uh, these futuristic uh, uh, spots, especially when, you, when it comes to the futuristic countdown stuff, it does feel like an archetypal metaphor for the destruction of the future. So mm-hmm. it kind of makes sense. If you have this zombie plague that is uh, basically ruining the world, like one game at a time. It would make sense that at the end, it's always this vision of a hyper industrialized, mechanized, middle managed uh, kind of pharmaceutical clean white space that mm. gets destroyed. You mm. know, it's like that. To me, it's saying that idea of the future is toast. Mm, like yeah. even the the people survive, but that doesn't.
2: It's sort of a Chris kind of summarizes it at the end of Vendetta whenever he's just like, Yeah, I, I don't I don't think that far when uh was it Jill? No, not Jill. Um they're all kind of Claire. blended. Claire. Was it Claire? Yeah, Claire, I think is the one who asked or or Rebecca. I think it might have been Rebecca asks him okay. uh this is also a, a girl power uh <laughs> show. Um Rebecca asks him so like what now you just gonna you ever wonder when this shit's gonna stop or
3: mm-hmm.
2: and he he's like I, I don't think that far
0: oh dude yeah. or uh Leon having this microchip that has all this data to expose politicians on it and he just won't give it to Claire and she's like oh so you're gonna do it your way huh and he's like yeah and I'm like, wait, is his way to let them keep doing this so he can keep stopping them? <laughs> like, what the fuck is going... I'm getting ahead of myself. We'll get to yeah. Infinite Dark, the shit yeah, show we'll that, is that, that is Infinite Dark. We had questions
1: about that, too. I was, like, very confused by that ending.
0: Yeah, yeah. But let's let's start with Degeneration. It's in an airport. Um, I did not hate Degeneration at all. I thought it had a lot of elements to
2: like. I thought uh, the animation was extremely bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I loved that. I mean, yeah. I I love how it gets better. I do. I like. I do love the animation in the later ones. Um, mm-hmm. It is phenomenal. Is one of the like highlights of the later ones. But I did I did just kind of love the little PS2 throwback look. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it really
1: does look like a cutscene from like a PS2 game. Like it's it's ve- everybody's like super shiny looking. It's very like of its era. And it's real rough, but it's charming in its own way. Like degeneration is like the most vaporwave of all of these movies, right? Like it
3: <laughs> it looks
1: bad, but it has like a charm to it that uh, like I can't deny. And
2: it's it good. Mm-hmm. Go yeah, it's also got the clip that's gotta be the uh intro to this episode.
1: <laughs> these damn agitators,
2: these damn agitators. Um it also
0: tries to have character development with the chick in it mm-hmm. like her her home gets destroyed her bro- I also love how in Resident Evil everybody's related you know <laughs> Where it's like, there'll be this monster with like a, a, like a dick coming out of its eye or something. And they're like, that's my brother. It's like, okay, (laughs) what are, what are the fucking odds?
1: (laughs) Yeah, she was cool. I like how she, she is uh, in the canon as the only white woman that Leon Kennedy has ever been interested in.
0: Yeah. Even mild. He does seem like he's, he's kind of like, when he sees her in that
1: sundress and he, he sees how, how she's packing some heat. Oh, she's
0: stacked, bro. Yeah, At she, the yeah. end? I was like, yeah, yeah. Oh, damn, I didn't know you were fucking, you had those tigos.
4: Yeah, I might have paid more attention.
0: Young, I can't deny that. <laughs> he's, yeah. he's only a man. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, she, uh you know, she sees her house blown up and she does the whole like falling to her knees dramatically in front of it, which looks hilarious. With PS2 graphics, you know, like the dramatic fall to the knees. Um, but it basically, see how well I can remember this plot, because I watched it like a week ago. Claire's in the airport and she's she's already part of TerraSave at this point, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. she's there. Yeah. there. Yeah. So she's with TerraSave. The way that Claire goes after uh, Code Veronica is she joins this organization that is much more interested in, I guess, diplomacy. And mm-hmm. activism and getting the uh umbrella and uh what's the other one? What's tricell. the other corporation? Tricell, thank you. Well
1: the uh, later. The one in um what is the one in degeneration? It's it's not tricell,
0: it's like something UG pharmaceuticals or something. It's like some other name. Right. right. It's something that's hard to remember because that they didn't care, so neither should we. Mm-hmm. Um but so she's there to, uh, I guess, do diplomacy, and she meets up with like two, um, like, uh, are they Iranian? Like, what's their? I don't know what they're like, Middle Eastern people, basically. Uh, oh, I
1: uh, like they're supposed to be like Indian or something. I was oh, going to Indian. say Indian. Mom's got like the, the sh- kind of like dress on.
0: Ah, uh, so, oh, so, 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 sorry Indian, right, 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 and she there's a little girl there that's another re trope right there has to be a little girl how many little boys have been saved in resident evil
2: zero i think none they turn into bows yeah
0: i can only think of one
1: little boy and that's salazar from resident evil 4
2: okay Okay. Original
1: GameCube version and yeah he's he's like a 400 year old you know (laughs) bioweapon so
0: right right exactly it's, exactly but it's always
1: got to be Claire if it's Claire there's got to be like a little girl for her to like take care of
0: right Jill doesn't right.
1: get. Jill doesn't take care of little girls but Claire always has to
0: there was a there's a little girl in dead aim uh Sorry. there's a little girl in the umbrella chronicles oh wait no that's Jill actually Jill gets a little girl at one point in the oh, umbrella okay. chronicles in the comic book but it's never a boy it's always a girl I don't know why. I don't know why that is. I don't know what memo is being passed through Capcom, where they're like, "Because
2: girl power. This is a feminist uh, series." You know, it's, mm. it's
1: probably what it is because these games are the games, the movies, everything. Everything Resident Evil always sort of references and remixes stuff from earlier games. So it's probably just all Resident Evil two having Sherry, right? Like, right. So that's like you know, like she sort of sets the the trope and then every other game that has like sort of an escort mission thing like ashley and re4 or anything else it's got to be like sort of like sherry
0: got it got it i like that
2: i like no, i it, like the idea go ahead it makes sense that like this we kind of don't really think of it because this series is enormous like this franchise is wildly popular and beloved but uh well, the cgi movies i don't know we'll get to the ratings on them but the <laughs> the games at least are widely celebrated and known but wouldn't that be like imagine it wasn't and it was what it was how much it masturbates on its own like over its own shit it's just mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. constant callback we're doing the thing we're, we're doing, doing the thing yeah um I'm going to go on vacation. I'm going to finally go on vacation. Guys, I'm trying to have a vacation here.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Leon, the, the eternal, uh, angry tourist who, uh, who by the way, in vendetta seems to have killed an entire handle of tequila and then goes out to kill zombies. Mm -hmm. He's just like, like he shrugs it off. You know, Chris is like, what are you doing, man? Get your shit together. He's like, All right. I guess I will. (laughs) There's an empty (laughs) bottle next to him. Um, But okay. Degeneration. Not a whole lot's coming. There's, there is a, a seed for infinite darkness in Degeneration, which is that Degeneration begins to focus on the geopolitics and the senators and the behind the scenes kind of stuff, which is my main problem with any resident evil movie. I feel like it's a huge misstep when you begin to include like Senator Ron Davis, unless he's going to get torn apart in like yeah. three minutes. We don't need that. Right. Mm-hmm. Like this isn't a, a commentary on it because the show and the games are not uh, based enough to to say anything super interesting. They are interesting. Right. Like I like that. They feel like pharmaceutical companies are all bad guys. I'm behind. Yeah, yeah that's 100%. good. hundred percent,
2: hundred percent. This but is then it's like taken off of YouTube.
0: Yeah, but then their whole thing, like the problem with Resident Evil, is that it also believes that vaccines are real. So then they're like, "Oh, but we like Rebecca can synthesize the vaccine in three minutes," <laughs> and uh, I can suspend my disbelief for a lot of things, but that's not one of them. Like, where are the where are the trials here? Um, but uh, I liked the airport scene. I really liked that they had an airplane crash into the airport it felt very video gamey to me because mm-hmm. that's another thing that resident evil does so well is that it has like helicopters and planes and trucks crash into buildings and create obstacles. Mm-hmm. There's something very aesthetically pleasing about like a, like in RE2, like a helicopter on fire that you mm-hmm. you can't get through that hall in the police station before you get a fire extinguisher. Mm-hmm. And then in the remake, when you do like the nemesis, just Mr. Mr. X. X, X, Yeah. Just one hands it. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But uh, by the way, RE2, Mr. X, like I didn't realize until I was like three fourths of the way through the game that they had programmed him to actually follow you. And I was like, damn, this shit is crazy. Like I was in the library and I suddenly realized like, oh, if I climb up this ladder, he does too. Like, he just follows you. Um, yeah. But, uh, so I like that. I like that the airplane actually crashed. I liked the running through zombies scene. The disposable guy gets disposed of. Um, and then after that, the movie is kind of like muddled until you get to the facility. You know, yeah. it's there's a lot of stuff going. There's a guy whose family was killed. Uh, except for his sister, was that what it was, or did he kill somebody yeah. else? I forget. What well, it was. he was
1: an umbrella researcher who was working in Raccoon City, but he was out of town when the shit went down. But his family was like still in Raccoon City, so they mm. all got. Hit, but then he right. survived, and then he was like forming this whole plan. He was
0: doing the Eric Andre like "Let Me In" thing, and they yeah. they wouldn't they wouldn't let him in. So he uh, he becomes a a tyrant thing, mm. and they fight him and that's that's the movie pretty much what was what was notable about that movie to you guys because nothing is really sticking out
1: i mean i was when i when i think about this movie i really honestly think it would have been better if it had stayed smaller scale like i like exactly about the geopolitics stuff like honestly the entire movie should have just been the airport
0: airport 100 i was so perfect. shocked when they were outside of that harvardville airport i thought yeah. like okay th- like because there's so many places you could go i mm-hmm. mean if you think about denver airport and all the tunnels and yeah. stuff you have yeah. a perfect setting for a for a whole movie so when they were outside of it like talking to the military and the senator said i'm safe and now you're all in trouble i was just like what what are we doing here what yeah. are we doing here I mean, the later movies uh, like Vendetta and Death Island really understand the assignment for an RE movie where they're Mm -hmm. like they're in there. They're fighting creatures. That's it. Yeah. And I thought they did that great. But this one, this one in Infinite Darkness really seemed to uh, try to have a story, which I think is the is a fatal flaw for Resident Evil.
2: Though yeah i did it, i like the senator of degeneration but mm-hmm. i didn't like any of the politicians in infinite darkness
3: mm-hmm.
1: yeah i mean like it just it, it really is a lost opportunity because that airport like just escaping the airport that whole thing like that's a perfect setup for like a horror movie that's a perfect yeah. like i forget who said that. i don't know if it was the red letter media guys who were talking about like trimmers or something they said like it's like the perfect movie setup you have a bunch of people trapped together in a place where there's some sort of external threat that's like either trying to get in or they're trying to escape from and that's like the basis for like a good horror or like monster movie right so like once they're out and they go to this weird fucking superstructure megastructure pharmaceutical company thing and there's this whole big action scene, but it almost felt like that like was in it Because someone was like, well, it's Resident Evil, so we've got to have like the lab and we've got to have the self-destruct sequence and everything. It it, it feels like they weren't confident enough in their original premise to just like go with just the airport as the setting. I'd love to know more about like the production or if there's any like interviews or whatever with the the guys, because it it really feels like almost like two different movies. Like you got disc one and disc two, like it's a PlayStation game or something.
2: Yeah, something else to that airport too the plane crashing into the airport is Mm -hmm. that these movies feel like they have a limitless budget and they're all made for like a million bucks or whatever
3: yeah yeah
2: the perks of of the fully cgi movie
0: i tried to find an, an interview but uh San Diego Comic-Con exclusive Resident Evil Degeneration interview from 2008, but I I could way back machine it. Here,
2: I'm way back machine this. This might be fun. Did you even try Wikipedia? Oh, there's a um, kind of a Mandela effect going on with this movie too because I feel like I was way younger when i saw this poster and it came out in 08 and that's just not making any sense to me I feel It's because like it. they're all like the same dude it's just because they're all the same i think so i probably saw a video game poster and i'm thinking i saw degeneration or something yeah
1: yeah i've got this weird mandela thing too with this movie where it's like i swear to god that there was like a <laughs> game a resident evil game that was like set in near port like there's like like that whole sequence was in an actual video game but apparently either i like saw a clip of this like years ago and have conflated that with other things in my brain or something like i don't know
2: yeah because they Uh, no none of them were none of them were in airport
1: yeah because there's there's some of the resident evil games i haven't played like i haven't played um like outbreak and uh dark side chronicles and some of those other ones like i've seen videos of them but I've only really only played like the mainline games aside from six, which I feel like at this point after watching these movies and they all have like tie-ins to resident evil six, I feel like that's the big gap in my, my resident evil experience.
2: I need to go like get it on steam or something and play through it. What are some of the tie-ins? What am I missing? Cause I haven't played six.
1: Well, infinite darkness was apparently sort of like a thing to hype up the release of six. Like it goes directly into six apparently like that's why it's talking about like tricell and everything because I think is the big villain in six so it, it like sets up a bunch of like plot elements and I know parts of six like take place in China and stuff so there's like the Chinese connection from Infinite darkness so people hate six oh, dude shit. I, I know, was about I... to
0: buy it today
2: yeah uh, it's I've ten it's it. ten
0: bucks on PlayStation I mean like that one in five or ten but I bought uh three five remake.
2: rules five yeah, five rules I played game.
0: five Five is badass. yeah. I played yeah. five back in the day, but people hate six. six. Like,
1: yeah, I mean, people. I I've listened to other people, which is what mm-hmm. I should never do. Um, but yeah, I remember it just got such bad reviews back in the day, and I remember watching some gameplay, and I was like, yeah, this doesn't really look like a Resident Evil game. It's just, I think at the time I was like so burned out on like third person cover shooters because that was like the big thing at the time, like the Gears mm-hmm. of War games and all that kind of stuff. It was like every fucking company was like, yeah, we got to have an over the shoulder. It was the Resident Evil 4 curse, right? Like Resident Evil 4 created this entire genre of video games. And then every single game, every big action game for like 10 years was like an over-the-shoulder third-person yes. overshoot, you know?
2: Yeah. Oh, bro, did y'all ever play this game? What was it called? Dark. It looked, it was, it might well might as well have been called Resident Evil. Uh, it was called like Dark shadow or something gay like that dark sector uh, dark sector yeah, yeah. you have I, that yeah. blade that oh man that shit was a little like
1: tri-blade thing
2: yeah you have the tri-blade <laughs> and the demon arm that yeah, yeah right. you look like a hot topic poster child <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yeah, dark sector i looked up was- the
2: interview and it uh oh.
0: it didn't say anything because it's an interview with a japanese man so every question is just uh, what is the the plot of this one? He said it is a sequel to Resident Evil. Were you happy that you could set it in an airport? Yes, we thought that was great. <laughs> and there was no and there was no budget. Yeah. So what can you tell us about it? Not much. Yeah, that's That's, a- it. Wow. that's the that's the interview.
2: Yeah, this is why we need to interview Japanese people. So we can be like, as soon as hey, they do that bullshit, we'd be like, so for real. Freaky.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> why do you, why don't you answer my fucking questions? You know what I'm interested in.
2: Answer my question. and I'm a country pinky off. Yeah. <laughs> what did he just feed you? Uh, uh, I was going to say a peanut. Oh, what is this? Like an almond? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Kelby's like, is this shit?
0: <laughs> like, did, did, did you just put a and throw something into my mouth. Like, okay.
2: <laughs>
0: but yeah, I thought that the uh I liked the fight at the end of Degeneration. I thought that the I thought the escape into water was pretty cool, like away from the self-destruct yeah. sequence. I thought that was neat. I also I liked the uh I liked the tyrant. I I thought that it looked charmingly PS2. And, yeah. uh, you know, oh, another RE trope. Leon has to hang from shit. He's always yeah. hanging from shit. Uh, and he does that <laughs> here. Yeah. Um, what was, how did they, they, how did they kill this guy? I forget how this bad guy died. In he this just
3: movie. Like fell into the abyss.
0: Right. Like because in, like, the like in Infinite dark Darkness.
1: People? was just like all of the sections of this lab just fell into a bottomless pit
3: Mm. instead
1: of it blowing up or whatever Mm -hmm. um yeah and he just like he fell down but of course it had like you know the the thing where his his, like tongue comes up and grabs her leg and then leon has to like right
0: right Um, he shoots him in the eye right he's got the the little eyeball flicker thing and yeah, you know, a, a rocket launcher can't take these things down, but then like a well-placed <laughs> bullet to the eye, the the enormous eye on the shoulder is <laughs> is what does it. Um, but I don't think that degeneration had it wasn't campy enough to mm-hmm. talk about that much. I don't think. Because it didn't have there's a ton of fun shit to talk about in the other four movies. But if there's one sort of criticism that i have about this movie is that it's not it's just not stupid enough it's not like fun enough uh the way that all the other ones are even the one that i really hate um so yeah that's all i gotta say about degeneration what about y'all
2: yeah yeah it's got the it's got the curse of being the first too because they get funnier and funnier the more they repeat themselves in different ways but just straight face like if you were to if i were to first show somebody vendetta and they didn't know anything else about resident evil they would think it was badass and they probably wouldn't laugh at all the parts that i'd be laughing at because it's just <laughs> like oh here we go again <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah I, I think i said my piece on degeneration. On yeah just i, I think it's it's rough, it's early, and it shows. Um, they definitely hit their stride with the later ones, but this one, I, I think, it really needs to be, like, I don't know, it's like, not a remake, but I would love to see just a version of this movie that that focuses just on the airport stuff. Forget about the complex at the end. You could have had everything in this movie take place in this one really good horror movie location. But You can blow up the airport. Yeah. There's no rules that say you can't. Like, blow it up too. Maybe. Why not? Maybe the US government blows it up Raccoon City style because, you know, there's a second outbreak happening. They decide to stay.
0: Dude, you're so right because the Denver airport is probably the closest thing in real life that we have to like a Resident Evil style structure. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you all have been to it, but like, Mm -hmm. you'll be walking and there'll be a Jamba Juice and a like a 7 Eleven, and then you'll pass a picture of like men in gas masks stabbing <laughs> yeah. children to death like a huge painting and then like you walk past a a horse that has these glowing red ruby eyes and
1: yeah i remember it's, seeing it's, horse it's, when i was driving out and i was like what the fuck
0: there's like a yeah.
1: horse on the outside of the airport with like glowing eyes
0: yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's so horrible. it's so Resident Evil. Like yeah. you can hear the music like as you as you walk through that airport. Yeah. So yeah. moving like on. And shit. you need like little emblems that you can. Yes. Like, right. See exactly. tunnels. <laughs> right. It's like you need the the Silver Medusa album. Or <laughs> album. You'd be like, okay, yeah, that makes yeah. sense. To get into the B terminal. Okay, cool. Um, Damnation is where I think the series really kicks off. I thought that movie was a lot of fun and it does what we're complaining about here. It condenses the action to a focal point. It is the Eastern Slav Republic. And Leon has been dropped in there uh, to do what he does to, to see what's up. And I don't know. It's just it's so localized and it's got great characters. And when they do go geopolitical, the woman is like a Metal Gear villain because she's really good at karate. Yeah. yeah. That's how you make that shit work. If you want to talk about like the big wigs who are destroying the world, Hmm. make them really good at karate.
1: Yeah. Problem solved. Yeah. She's sick. And she's not even like enhanced like Wesker or something, right?
0: She's just right.
1: Natural badass, she mm-hmm. like I think I mentioned that in Discord. Yeah, she feels like a Hideo Kojima character, like, yep, just transplanted into this movie.
0: Yep, there's her, and then there is uh, is it Mia who's like the sniper wolf character? What's her name? Mara, the daughter of the
2: of the Bane guy.
1: Oh, that's later. That's in Vendetta.
2: Yeah, that's yeah, Vendetta right. A yeah, 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 yeah,
3: damn,
2: yeah. Yeah, that... damnation is uh is my wiga uh jd yeah and uh <laughs> who else that was some some of the political like shit hit in damnation too because it was just like um very subtle and character based where he is like coming he's like crying to leon like then help us you know and oh, yeah. basically asking like america to help them or whatever but yeah yeah. that's kind of as far as that shit really goes you gotta it's like you can unravel that or look deeper into it if you want but it's not really
1: the whole setup in that movie of the plot i still don't quite get like because just to describe to the viewers what it's like like you have this place called the eastern slav republic it's like super generic name imagine it's a place like belarus or moldova or something it's like a former soviet state that has is not anymore because the the you know uh usr USSR has broken up and you it's ruled by a bunch of oligarchs so like czech like most eastern european countries and but they're like trying to join the un so it's
3: like
1: and you've got these whole like faction of rebels who are like fighting an insurgency there who leon like is like investigating and stuff because they're using bioweapons and but it's like what is what are they fighting who are they like are they communists are they like russian are they like wanting to like are are they like the um is it like a ukraine situation where you've got like russian separatists there or something it's never really like explained like what are the rebels like fighting for like they talk about like generic like oh Korean
2: independence
1: independence but it's like you're yeah. already independent like you're literally an independent eastern european state and you're talking about joining the U. just not want them to join the un it, Like it doesn't make any sense, and thankfully, like the movie doesn't dwell on it too much. Like, you don't really need to know this stuff, but it did bother me when I was watching. I was like, who what are they fighting for? Like, who are the
0: rebels? Like, it didn't make any sense.
4: Independence.
0: (laughs) Independence. That's right. No, I think you're right to not think too much about it. Uh, but I also think that you got it right when you said that they are fighting against entrance into the EU or NATO or at this point, it was NATO
1: trying to join the U.N.
0: Right. Right. So I guess by
3: NATO, but yeah.
0: Yeah. So uh, basically. They find out that there is a rebel leader who can control liquors. Mm -hmm. Basically, this is I feel like this was the first time I saw in the series that there was a this idea that zombies could be controlled, which yeah. becomes a, a a bigger thing later on. Yeah. Um, especially in death Island where he has like his, you know, homing mosquitoes or whatever. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but it's got such great action scenes. Right. And I think also the leap in animation is really are. good. It's, it's a four year gap, but damnation is head and head and shoulders above, uh, degeneration in terms of uh it just looks cool to see leon walking through these deserted bombed out slavic streets Mm -hmm. and occasionally encountering a liquor or a zombie or whatever it's it's just it's a cooler setting i think and they don't they don't ever change that setting that's just where the movie is
1: Yeah, it ties into Resident Evil 4 because they're like controlling the liquors and stuff through Plaga parasites, like the same parasites that were in Resident Evil 4. Um, Which actually, that was like another complaint about Damnation I had was that all of the Plaga infected humans in the the town that Leon and the Rebels are in, they all act like zombies. They're sort of like, you know, and like sort of Mm -hmm. shuffling and Mm -hmm. stuff. But that's not how the Plaga infected humans in, like, Resident Evil 5 and Resident Evil 4 act. They act like normal people. They can even, like, talk and, like, speak to each other and communicate, right? They're just, like, mm-hmm. controlled. So like, they're mind-controlled by whoever the, you know, the queen or king Plaga is. Like, in 4, it's, like, um Sadler, right? Who's, mm-hmm. like, controlling all the Plagas, and he can, like, see through their eyes and stuff. So it, it's, like, cool they bring that back, but I wish they'd been more consistent with that because it's, like, that's kind of what makes the Plaga things like scarier than zombies because they're just like people they're just literally normal people who want to like rip you apart with machetes and, and axes and stuff which is way scarier to me than like zombies
2: yeah yeah some crazy scenario almost yeah yeah but exactly not even they
1: think they can strategize you know like you know that that's what makes that was like the big leap when people play i remember the first time i ever played resident evil 4 on the gamecube you know, I was like used to like Resident Evil games with like slow moving zombies that you could just like walk around or all you had to do was just like go into a different room and they couldn't get to you. But in Resident Evil 4, like, you know, you're you're like barricading a house and they're like breaking the windows upstairs and getting ladders and like climbing up and shit, and, like throwing stuff through the windows at you. And it's it's like a whole different kind of like like scary situation to be in. And, and I was like kind of disappointed that Damnation didn't go more with that. Like, have it more consistent with previous depictions.
2: Yeah, you don't need to know the lore to enjoy these, but you do if you're going to make one.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it honestly, I wonder if it was because, like, they wanted to make it accessible to people who maybe haven't played the games, right? And it, it like, it may be hard to, like, communicate to an audience who maybe doesn't, isn't super familiar with the games, that these people are like infected by a parasite or whatever. It's just like visually and maybe maybe from a storytelling perspective easier to just make them like zombies, right? Like everybody knows what zombies yeah. are. Just make them like zombies. you know. maybe that was the the thought process behind it,
2: probably to make it more standalone mm-hmm. and accessible. Mm-hmm. the on the visual tip also, there's so many cool kills in this one like the the crowbar uh well whole time that leon is kind of running with jd in the beginning uh you know they get attacked in that little room and leon's got the knife tricks and then with Mm -hmm. the crowbar later on you get that kind of first person pov with the crowbar going all the way through the skull and all bloody out the end like that shit was that's when i was like fully won over and like okay yeah no i like that the visuals are better here
3: yeah
1: yeah it was tight and um it eventually like my, my favorite part of damnation is still like the final sequence with the two tyrants, or, like, the multiple tyrants. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like,
3: mm-hmm.
1: like, that part was, like, really killer, because you've got, you know, the, you've got sort of the, what is the, Deuteragonist or whatever, and this mm-hmm. Eastern European guy who who has taken the Plaga so he can, like, control the liquors and stuff. So he's using the liquors to, like, fight the tyrants, and then he just crashes a tank into one, and, like, Leon's, <laughs> like, trying to and. My favorite part about that sequence is in all the other Resident Evil games, like a tyrant's biggest weakness was just like a grenade or like a rocket launcher, right? Like you oh, usually right. Get thrown a rocket launcher to kill a tyrant. And that's the first thing Leon does is like pick up a rocket launcher and shoot it at it. And it just fucking casually catches the rocket and like throws mm-hmm. it away. And I was just like, oh, fuck, that's actually like a pretty good little like sub- subversion of a trope from Resident mm-hmm. Evil. Like that, mm-hmm. I like that. That
2: was clever. Also liked the tank too when he's trying to get. Yeah. A, <laughs> it's zombie. like ding, hitting him against the side of the head.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like I, I think I I said this in Discord, but that part, I'm just like, why did why did they even make liquors and zombies and shit? Why don't they just like use tyrants? Like they're obviously like superior in every single way to every other bow. It's like they can think like. They can act rationally. They can take orders because they make a big deal about, oh, B.O.W.s can't be controlled, except for this B.O.W. that's been around since the very first game that they can control. (laughs) Because
2: they got to save it
1: for the boss fight. Exactly. It's got to be the boss fight. fight. And (laughs)
0: And also, if you are like me and you're retarded, you haven't (laughs) thought about that until right now. He yeah, I didn't it. think oh, about it at all. Right.
1: <laughs> I guess I guess the very first tyrant couldn't be controlled because he he like impales Wesker, right? Like Wesker mm-hmm. lets him out, and then he fucks up Wesker, and you have to kill him. Yeah. But, but like everything from like Mister X on, and like Nemesis and all those, these are like powerful bows that take orders and like can follow an objective and like pursue a a plan and everything. Like can act rationally. So yeah. <laughs>
0: maybe they're just harder to make maybe yeah. it's like maybe the the cost ratio is like not there you know what i mean yeah, yeah. like oh we have to sacrifice like three thousand people and it takes a year to to get a tyrant right <laughs> but you can make a zombie like that so maybe it's yeah. expediency
1: i read a whole like really nerdy threat on reddit that was talking about the possible like like the feasibility of tyrants and resident evil and like how much it would realistically cost to engineer something like that and like the long story short like it's completely insane like it, it would never be feasible it would cost so much to even make one of them and it can be killed by like small arms fire like there you go you know, like
3: at there the end go. of the should like an a10
1: just swoops i thought that was awesome though like i love the a10 like coming in and just like gunning down the one tyrant
0: <laughs> yeah that shit was so tight and like half it. of its body pops off like that <laughs> yeah. that was that was a cheering moment it's kind of the same question as uh if black boxes survive airplane crashes why don't they make the plane out of the black box <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well why don't they just make a dude who's made out of nuclear bombs just do that yeah. you know <laughs> like his arms are nukes <laughs> his, his head is. A... <laughs> Yeah. And then you'd have metal. <laughs> then you'd have metal gear. Yeah, exactly. Nuclear yeah, armed. Yeah, which you can still kill with a rocket launcher. Yeah. Yeah. Um, gotta talk about JD, our favorite wigger.
2: <laughs> this, yeah, he- this one had the most emotional resonancy with me. <laughs> damnation. Whenever like I saw it coming, it, he and he like they tease you like they play with your heartstrings because he survives longer than you think he's going to, and then he survives even longer, and then the inevitable finally happens, and you're like, "Oh mm-hmm. damn, here comes the tears of blood," and <laughs> he's already when he when he dabs up Leon, I was like, "Hell yeah,
1: yeah." He just he's just the Eastern European guy that loves American movies and fried chicken and burgers. Yeah, just, he has
0: bars too. Like he has that line right like, Made in America. He's like, made in America. It's like we hate America, but we love what you make. <laughs> All right, cool. Right on. He That's was like, the
2: whole world. I own 50 DVDs, none of them pirated. <laughs> And it feels like, like that's sort of a commentary
1: on Resident <laughs> Evil itself, in a way, because like Resident Evil, like a lot of Japanese media is like heavily informed by like sci-fi and horror movies from America, yeah. right? Like right. the entire thing. It's funny because like I don't know if you have you ever guys have you ever seen Sweet Home? No. Actually, is it called
3: Sweet Home? Hey, the movie hey, might be hey, named hey, called it really. yeah. but
1: it's a it's a Japanese horror movie that the had an nes game that was based on it and that nes game is what was the original inspiration for resident evil okay because um, it's like but it's like a it's like a ghost story like it's about like ghosts and like this haunted mansion and stuff um but everything else in resident evil like all of the laboratory and every all that kind of stuff takes inspiration from american horror movies like i even feel like the taking care of the little girl stuff comes directly from like aliens right where sigourney weaver's like taking care of newt like i mean especially like i don't know there, there's just like so many callbacks to american action stuff in these movies
0: it is there are a lot of callbacks to american action movies and i love it when it's put through a japanese filter mm-hmm. because the, va- the values are so different like yeah. the value of respecting hierarchy so mm-hmm. you'll have these characters who uh Go against corrupt governments, um, pharmaceutical companies. But it's on some bigger philosophical tip about treason and like betraying the country. Yeah. But in terms of like the way that the units work, like you'll see Americans say things like, uh, oh, well, that's the uh, that's the commanding officer. So Mm -hmm. you better show respect and stand Mm -hmm. down. Mm -hmm. And in American movies, like we're like, what? we don't yeah that's that's not how that shit works like they (laughs) still have that kind of you know this is the boss you're the employee the only real bad guys are the bosses who are betraying the country right yeah who are who are selling you out yeah i feel like
1: if this was made by americans leon would be like Sort of like a renegade, right? He's always like disobeying orders and like going again. They're like, you know, Leon, you got to turn in your badge,
0: right? And right, he never turns in his badge. He always follows his orders, even to the point he fucking he he makes sense for his character. Yeah, he fucking he doesn't he doesn't expose the government because those are his bosses, basically. It's and it's a really interesting twist on everything to have a hero be like, no. I know that these guys are responsible for countless civilian deaths. Yeah. But they're my bosses, so they
2: they provide my purpose because yeah, um, I'll fight them. This I'll is fight, my fight job. them.
0: Yeah. I'll fight them, but I'll never betray them.
1: Yeah. He like has has material evidence that the US government like Had ties with a pharmaceutical company that led to a like US American city being like nuked. He's like, Mm -hmm. "Uh, I'm gonna do it my way.
0: We're gonna do it my way, (laughs) which is apparently, yeah, following orders and just like continuously stamping out fires everywhere they get raised. It's like, oh, we need you to go to, uh, oddly enough, zombie outbreak. It's in Boise this time. And Leon's like, all right, I guess I'll go do it. And like backflips <laughs> off of
2: his chair. He's like, well, I'll go. All you
1: got to do is tell him there's going to be an Asian woman there.
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs> all way.
2: It's like there's a countdown in infinite darkness whenever that Asian chick shows up. It's like, oh, where's Leon? <laughs> They're alone in the break room. Here we go. It's like, <laughs> we should go out sometime.
0: Wait, did he hook up with the Chinese girl? In Infinite Darkness?
2: No, but he hits on
1: her like literally the first scene they have together.
0: Oh, okay. He wastes okay. no time
1: asking her out.
0: Because she points a gut at his face. He's like, I'm not a rat. Yeah. And then it's just, it's it's love after that. Like they're showing him like her fucked up fungus plant brother. Yeah. He's like, so uh you trying to fuck or what? Like what's, what's going on?
1: Yeah, I, I did... I guess we're skipping ahead here to infinite darkness, but I, I thought that was really funny how he would like literally asked zero questions when she was telling him all this stuff about her brother and everything.
0: Like he doesn't question mm-hmm. any of it; He's just like, <laughs> whatever you say.
1: <saying." laughs> you know, I'll my man,
0: <laughs> that's my man right there. Leon's so badass. I don't
1: care that you just like killed a bunch of American servicemen on the submarine
0: and like you tried to kill me. Yo, okay. I don't give a shit, <laughs> dude. All right. We gotta come back to it because I will go off on like the collateral damage from vendetta on <laughs> becomes becomes insane. Oh my so, god. So let's let's move to vendetta. Okay. Arguably the best in the series. Mm-hmm. I would say I would put it, I would Hand, put it number yeah. one as well. Yeah. Hands down. What happens in vendetta? What is the plot of vendetta?
1: It's about a guy uh who's Wedding got drone-striked by the CIA and decides to take down the United States of America using bioweapons to get revenge for killing his hot wife, who also happens to look exactly like Rebecca Chambers. Yeah, so right there, the most like that would be Ren. That'd
0: be if if somebody killed Ren's, if somebody killed Ren's Rebecca Chambers wife, we'd all be dead right now.
1: Yeah, my, well, I mean, like, just killed my girlfriend. Like, I'm not joking. My girlfriend literally looks like Rebecca Chambers, and <laughs> like, she literally, like, I, I look. I played Resident Evil Zero, like, in I don't know, like, 2004, whenever it came out, and the course of my entire life was like set from that point on. I'm like, I want like, to date girls who look like yeah. Rebecca
0: Chambers, and yeah. Did you that- meet her on a train?
1: I didn't meet her on a train, unfortunately. Okay. I didn't get to have the full like Billy Cohen experience, but that would have been so sick, (laughs) (laughs) but he's like the most relatable, like uh, sympathetic resident evil villain. Cause he's like, yeah, I'd probably be pretty pissed at the U S government too. If, fucking they just drone strike my wedding for i mean i guess he was like an arms trafficker or whatever but literally everyone is like
2: who among us yeah who <laughs> has, has a trafficked arms? Of
1: of terrorist organizations? you know
0: <laughs> i mean <laughs> who that's wouldn't just if given American the opportunity thing, right? for a paycheck yeah, don't dude, make the player you, if, again, right dude if you flashed if you flash five zeros in front of kelby and he just had to traffic a bioweapon yeah. that bioweapon would get trafficked
2: yeah, how many fives, uh, bro? I'd do it for like two. Like, give me <laughs> <Two> nine hundred dollars. <zero. laughs> yeah, <laughs> so like $500. five hundred dollars.
0: That's three
2: extra zeros. <laughs> I can do that in a day, right? Like five hundred bucks for a day's worth of work. Like I, for I'm five
0: cool. zeros, I'll fucking, I'll traffic a bi- a bio weapon and cook you dinner for a, mo- a week. You know? Yes.
2: Yeah, like, do you want me to shoot somebody too? You just want me to take <laughs> them somewhere. Like, like,
0: you got me on retainer for five zeros. I mean, w- whatever you need to happen.
2: Yeah, I'll come like this wash movie, your dog. And
1: this movie does a weird vertigo thing where, like, so because this guy is is so horny for his dead wife, he kidnaps Rebecca Chambers and then puts her like in a literal like wedding dress and dresses her up to look exactly like his dead wife like a hot one too with like a choker and shit like it was
0: it was a hot little dress too i was like okay all right had her titties all poking out and stuff i was like okay i didn't know rebecca was stacked like that she's a little stacked she's not she's not no jill no she's not she's not uh she's she's not (laughs) She's not Tiggo Jill.
1: She's 40, <laughs> all right? As evidenced by the photo that you can find in Wesker's desk in Resident Evil 2.
2: <laughs> she she's got the uh, she's got the bees that can course it up. Yeah. Uh. no, yeah, and he, I like how he keeps her arm <clears throat> too. He still has his <laughs> wife's arm that he takes the <laughs> he's such a the, <laughs> man he like
0: this is her I can sew it on to you I was yeah. like alright cool. cool like he rocks he's
1: Glen Arius is probably one of my favorite Resident Evil villains even like if we're talking about like the games too like he's such <laughs> a fool because like, a lot of the Resident Evil games like don't really have like very well fleshed out villains I think like my favorite ones are probably like four and like you know I like Wesker and everything Glen Arius is kind of like a Wesker light you know, he's mm-hmm. also mm-hmm. like he looks like Wesker. Yeah. yeah. He does like kind of a Wesker thing. Him and Chris have this like fight sequence that's basically just like the Chris and Wesker fight scene from uh I think it had they they fight in Resident Evil 5, but they also fight in Code Veronica like that, I think. Because Code Veronica they do.
0: Like, yeah, they fight, but they don't they don't nothing happens. They get like separated by a, a fallen pylon or something, and they're yeah. like, We'll finish this later.
1: Yeah. And speaking of Chris. I think no, no, no. In five he he'd already started hitting the trend. Cause like that's my favorite like headcanon thing about Chris is that like after the event, because if you in Resident Evil one, he, like, he's not that jacked. He's just like a normal looking guy, right? Mm-hmm. But then Resident Evil Five, the guy has like biceps thicker than my thighs, <laughs> right? like he is like he is juiced to the fucking gills he's absolutely on performance enhancing drugs and i just it's like hgh
0: that- chris huge yeah, head it's, it's, it's huge chris. joe rogan head yeah
1: <laughs> and it's like that he just did all that so that he could beat wesker's ass <laughs> he's like when i run back into wesker i'm gonna be so jacked that i'm just gonna stomp his ass out yeah
0: Hell
1: So yeah uh the-
2: I- go ahead i was gonna say the fights Yo, Yo, yeah. Vendetta I mean,
1: dude, has really good action
0: sequences. I, I wanted to bring up that vendetta is like the beginning of the insane civilian casualties that are never mentioned. <laughs> so there's a motorcycle chase.
2: <laughs> He's chasing that, two dogs on the highway.
0: <laughs> yeah, on the highway. And the way that he kills them, uh, he he kills one and it falls, and like Three cars pile up behind it and explode, wow. and then he like drops a grenade. And I'm like, those are just people. Those are just also, no black
1: people driving to work. <laughs> and they just got fucking and, vaporized by Leon Kennedy's like collateral damage.
0: And there's one, there's I forget uh because my memory sucks, but uh, there's one point where somebody fires an energy weapon in this. I think it's been Yes, it's yeah, and it's it vendetta. takes out it takes out buildings. Like, mm. yep. as as it it doesn't kill the thing, but it takes out skyscrapers. And I'm like, how many thousands of people <laughs> just died?
2: It takes out just and, part because the the tyrant merges with uh, you know, you got mask dude and Ares kind of like merged together into this mm, giant two headed, mm-hmm. you know, tyrant, and it takes out mask dude's head. And so he's just like hanging there, like, oh, my friend. And then it also takes out, you know, it it 9 11's like five different skyscraper's just with lights on, they all have lights on,
0: by the way.
1: (laughs) And then the movie, like, the big climax of the movie is an actual like T virus, like, gas attack on like New York City, right? Where like a bunch Mm -hmm. of civilians get zombified and start killing people like the the civilian casualties in this movie are like
0: immense and they they're like we got to take out these tanks and then there's like (laughs) a bad guy that shows up and they're like I'll go take out the tanks you fight the bad guy it's like no I think the tank like you should bro both probably try to take out the tanks (laughs) first and then deal with the bad guy because you know the tanks are gonna turn people into zombies and the zombies are going to kill people and they're like yeah it's, we'll split it's you know division yeah, that, of labor
2: that'll just give us more work that'll give us more purpose <laughs>
0: <laughs> but do, do you think and i'm being half serious here like do you think that's kind of a japanese thing do you think that like the, the whole civilians as an, as an afterthought thing going back to the bomb and you know Going back to them culturally, like, do you think that they can just because, you know, uh, American movies make a a habit out of if a building gets destroyed, they let you know that it's been evacuated. But there's always one toddler in the building and you see it and it goes like, and then the hero has to save it in Resident Evil. It's like and like buildings blow up and they're like, did we get him? (laughs) <laughs> is is it he was, dead what year was vendetta 2017
1: yeah I, there was like okay so this is my theory i think you're onto something there but i also think it was a trend in action movies around that time to have like immense civilian casualties because i remember this was like a big point of uh, man of steel that people had a problem with it was like in the big final action sequence where superman's body's odd just like like 10,000 people get killed and and like, you know, good point. Um, So I do feel like at the time there's like something in the water where this was like a trope that you saw all the time in action movies. Cause I think that like the transformers movies also did this a lot too, where you had places that had like a lot of people in them like getting it was almost like a spectacle thing. And then there was a big backlash against that. And I think you started to see movies being like, Oh no, the buildings were all evacuated. So it's not a big deal.
2: That was the mm. whole plot of uh, Captain America Civil War. They were like, y'all have killed so many people. Yeah, yeah. And Downey Jr. is like, damn, I feel bad. And Captain America is like, I don't, bitch, America. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
4: Honestly,
0: Neither does I, Leon. Leon I doesn't really feel like bad the, either. I really like I think the I Leon loses campaign. sleep.
1: No, no. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I really like the bike chase sequence in this, but actually, my favorite sequence in Vendetta, and it was the one that like I think I wanted me to like recommend this movie to you guys was the uh, like the hallway shootout with Chris and Leon, like double teaming. Oh
0: my god! Like that dude. is such a good sequence. Like dude, just when I say away,
1: action choreography, it's fucking incredible,
0: dude. So the way this scene works is uh, Leon, so Chris is already. Uh, like Thai and jujitsuing and just yeah. every martial art. He's MMAing these zombies. He's like, yeah, he's Le- like doing du-
1: duplexes on him. He's like using his his like assault rifle to do like CQC
0: shit on the zombies. Like yes, yes. People. So cool. dude and then leon drives in on a motorcycle how <laughs> how, how did the motorcycle get in there <laughs> yeah. who gives a shit he says
2: bitch? he says yeah. he has a great fucking line when he pulls it he whips into the hallway on a motorcycle and he says sorry it took so long i had to take the stairs
0: yeah yeah <laughs> fucking amazing i think i
1: like, think leon was just happy to like have an audience from a one-liner because that's my other like favorite leon trope is that like he's always one-lining no matter what the situation no matter if there's even any, anyone around to hear him do the one-liner he's always he's always got to like make some sarcastic remark about whatever's going on She like,
0: brought oh. some cheese yeah yeah ego yeah. um, <laughs> <laughs> but when he shows up dude the action sequence that commences from that um I think I sent you guys this in like the discord, but I was getting high off the action.
2: Yes, And,
0: and I was that wasn't a euphemism or a metaphor. I was feeling like dizzy and like, this is the greatest shit. So the scene that, that mostly gets shared from vendetta is the Ares Redfield fight, right? Yeah. Where they're shooting at each other. And like, it's, it's gun food taken to the yeah. most extreme Place you could think of, but the real masterpiece of Vendetta is the hallway zombie CQC sequence. Yeah. It's just so incredible. I mean, yeah. it's so like artfully for done. Me,
1: it's like up there with stuff like Hard Boiled and like John Wood movies. Absolutely, like, it is yeah, on yes. the same level as that stuff. Like if you, if you watch none of these movies, like watch Vendetta, you it's completely standalone. You really don't need to know anything about the other movies. Like just watch Vendetta for that like scene
3: alone.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It is it, it's it's a total masterpiece and uh I tried to see what else that director did but it was only this one. And I do think I have a theory that Infinite Darkness didn't mm. go over well and I feel like the director of ID who did Death Island mm. I feel like he tried to emulate that. Yeah, in Death Island mm. to varying degrees of effect. But mm-hmm. Vendetta is just like. I would go so far as to say that Vendetta has uh, in terms of action movies, how you said it said like hard-boiled, I'd put it in my top five, actually, uh, yeah. in terms of action sequence. And I, I include John Wick in that. It um, rivals everything. the old boy hallway sequence. Absolutely. hundred percent. Which just... for like a CGI Resident Evil movie. For you to say like, oh, this is uh, almost well, it is. I think on on a par with these classic movies of the genre. People would say, right? You're yeah, being yeah, cute. They think you're insane. And then it's and then it's like watch it. Yeah. And then <laughs> they watch it. It's like, god damn, dude. Just like there's so much uh, aesthetic things that I like, like, like. St- punching a zombie with the barrel of your gun like through its throat and then like reloading it while you still have the barrel through the zombie's head and like seeing the shell eject and he like real quick like he does that thing where he flips the gun up and like and it all gets reloaded so Mm -hmm. tight
1: yeah i I love all the like leon stuff where he's doing like because leon is basically just john wick at the this point like he's even doing like the sort of like weird pistol kind of like grip yeah. stuff like in the yeah. john wick movies and stuff like and yeah like him doing like takedowns or he'll like take down a zombie's legs and like use a zombie as like cover for other ones and stuff or he's like mm-hmm. moving them it's just it's so good i mean yeah. I think the people who made it obviously What wait was john when was the first john wick movie
0: John Wick, the first John Wick movie. Let's—I want to say 2016. John. Okay. okay. Wick.
1: Mm. It has to be before this movie because I. 2014.
0: I mean, this... 2014. Three okay. years okay. before. Yeah. They this yeah, definitely scene was took obviously from
1: John Wick by, by John Wick. Yeah. Totally. Totally. 100%. But it's
0: like it's like John Wick. But what if your opponents were trying to bite you? Yeah. Yeah. That's what makes it interesting. Is that and like?
1: Couldn't be killed by just like small arms fire, right? Like uh, in John Wick, you know, somebody gets like tapped twice in the chest and they're dead or whatever. But in this, it's like only headshots are going to count anyway. So it adds some interesting, like an interesting angle to this sort of like CQC action.
0: And it's so balletic in the way that the camera moves through it. This th- mm. uh, this is something that could only be CGI.
2: Yeah. You, couldn't, you couldn't do this live action. Oh yeah, would... cameras don't exist. Like how would you rig up the camera to get all those angles that they do? And Mm -hmm. such that tight that tight little hallway and these fluid shots following all the action going up under them as they slide under a zombie and then like it and And that's a good argument
1: for like why these movies can like why cg can work for action movies right Yeah. because normally i'm like a die hard like i like squibs i like you know practical effects and stuff but like if it's this well done and you're doing shit that you can only do in CG, like I can respect that, right? Like right. doing that's it. Will do more, so
0: Yep. That's it. It has to be something that you can only do with CGI. Mm. That's like if you have unlimited possibilities mm. and you can do it on a couple million dollar budget, you should. You're yeah. not trying to emulate what other action movies can do. You are trying to surpass them.
1: Yeah. And you're, you're taking I advantage think, of every like thing that's given to you, right? And right. I, I love to see that.
0: Which is why that final boss fight between Chris and Arius, uh, not the final one, because of course he gets, you know, he turns into a monster. It's, it's a whole thing. But that gunfight was like a Twitter meme for a while because they were like, oh, look at how ridiculous this is. Yeah. Isn't this funny? Number one, yes, it is yeah. funny. It's
1: very goofy looking. But it's also
0: fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, it also it's also out. really, it's also cool.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, people try to pretend like what was that Christian Bale movie that the Gun Kata stuff came from?
0: Oh, uh, Equilibrium. Equilibrium. E- yeah.
1: yeah. People try to pretend like they didn't think that that was cool as fuck when they were right. like sixteen and saw that. But mm-hmm. it's still cool. Like you can you can enjoy it now, unironically. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's like this this movie obviously loved Equilibrium and was like, yeah, we're just gonna have chris redfield gun caught a fight in this guy <laughs>
0: it's gonna be sick, and, actually... and they do it really well i mean <laughs> like the way that the like the way you think like it's it puts you on edge because you actually do see them because of the animation like you see them just missing each other right yeah and yeah. like they just move their heads in such a way to they're both deaf by the end of the
2: fight but <laughs> yeah you know yeah, which is why I don't get why uh, Chris is covering his ears in the shooting range in Death Island. But <laughs> you're like, dude, a... what, what's hilarious
1: about that is that he just like doesn't later in the scene later on. Yeah, like yeah, she's yeah. still shooting, and he's just like, whatever, fuck it. I'm, I'm already deaf anyway. Why well, I'm just <laughs> like, pretending that I can hear
2: it. <laughs> uh, Death Island or no uh, Vendetta? Uh, yeah, and that's another thing when people complain about the people who don't fuck with john wick who don't get the you know just the beauty of seeing people basically dance with each other but also kill each other um this is actually more believable because they're zombies they're moving slower it's like That is tense, like they're they're just they're right there, they could bite you, but also I can see why they wouldn't just all be, you know, dog piling on like they're moving too slow for you know for that to happen. But man, it makes you that fight scene again.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna go watch it again later. It makes you think, and this is like a cool in universe thing that I don't think they mention in this, but it's like implied that like Chris and Leon and all these people have basically developed a set of like CQC techniques that are specifically meant for like fighting the undead, which is like, I mean, obviously that's what would happen in this world. They've encountered them all, all the time over and over again. So like eventually, yeah, you, I like that idea that, that you have this whole set of like, sort of like martial arts techniques that are specifically like focused around like fighting zombies.
2: Well, yeah. Cause there was a point where, um, Leon, like in that hallway fight they do so much shit that i've never seen and never thought about in relation to fighting zombies mm-hmm. whereas like leon's getting up in their grill as if yeah they can't bite him and infect him but mm-hmm. it's like he's using he's like getting up and shoving his elbow like into mm-hmm. their throat and shit like closing their jaw to where they can't bite while he fights yeah. and that like shoots another one in the face and then he comes yeah. back to that like yeah it is all this zombie centric cq like cqc specifically tailored to fighting people who can bite and infect you
1: and it's cool because like obviously like a lot of thought went into that from the, the director and like the team that made this like somebody sat down and was like okay well let's if you really had to fight zombies and you'd been fighting zombies for almost two decades at this point like how would you fight them in like the most efficient like manner using like small arms and stuff. And it's like, I don't know. I love that. I love that. Like somebody obviously thought long and hard about that. And that, that is why that scene is like so cool.
2: What else about Vendetta? Um, I didn't get the Chris and Leon romance vibes as much in Vendetta as everybody seems to. They're like just make out already i don't don't know if they're there yet yeah close but
1: well i mean the only reason chris likes leon is because he wants him to impregnate claire (laughs) (laughs) that's the real reason that's that's the actual uh, canon um but yeah i mean I, i get the impression yeah that they don't really like each other very much but it never really explains why i mean that's what's funny is that because it doesn't explain why, I have to assume it's because Leon won't fuck Claire. And but she's like, not Asian, just but... eternally pissed about it.
2: She's not Asian, bro. Yeah,
1: she's, she's not, Asian. you know. Even if Chris, you know, says that he'll make her wear a Chinese dress and say Chinese words to him, he still won't do it. <laughs> no, no thanks, bro.
2: What if I tape her eyelids?
1: <laughs> Leon, the menopause is setting in. She has three cats and one of them is named <laughs> Albert Whiskers.
0: <laughs> oh man, uh, there's a lot of stuff that I liked about it. I liked um I thought that in Vendetta the acting was actually pretty good. Like I thought that the voice actor for Rebecca was great. Yeah, where
2: uh, her coworker brings her the coffee, and she was like, "Did you add in the chocolate did, chips? Did you add in the chocolate <laughs> chips?" I was watching that with the, uh, I was watching that with Erica, and she was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is a movie, by the way, that your
0: wife or like just random people cannot walk in on you watching this because yeah. they're like, "What are you watching?"
3: Yeah, it's
0: like, oh, it's a CGI Resident Evil movie, and then they're just like. <laughs> like rios just like walked out of the room she's like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if, you, if you don't already have
1: a wife please do not like let your girlfriend know that you're watching this movie yes yeah, or letting first
0: him a him. first date movie no, you're like absolutely not do you want this to watch movie that, yeah, like,
1: no no female ever needs to know that you've watched this
0: no um, no and if she does wife her up because she'll go balls to chin for sure
1: yeah yeah absolutely <laughs> yeah Yeah, i mean like the voice acting is actually (laughs) i mean we talked about like how the just the cg quality increased a lot like as these installments Mm have went on but i think the voice acting too has gotten a lot better because that was one of my sort of complaints about degeneration or criticisms of it was that the voice acting was kind of shitty like i remember the 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 senator guy sounded awful i mean he just sounded like agitators yeah it was like very much like they probably just got the same guys who do the voice for like Capcom games, right? Because it sounded like a Capcom game cast, like voice acting style. It was like video game quality, not feature length animated feature quality. Um mm-hmm. but as these have went on, they've gotten a lot lot better. And like Vendetta, I think you're you're on the money there. Like this probably has like the best voice acting
0: today date of any of them.
2: Mhm.
0: Any other thoughts before we move on to the big pile of shit that is infinite darkness? <laughs> no, no, no,
2: no, no. We gotta get into Death Island. Nope.
0: Backwards. Backwards. Infinite darkness comes next. Oh, for real? Yeah, Death Island is
1: the most recent thing. It's, yeah, it's yeah.
0: Infinite the, the way that the way that movies come out is not in the order that you watch them. Um <laughs> <Huh>. <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs> I just watched this this. Y'all see this joint that just dropped called uh, Citizen Kane? <laughs> this this shit's this crazy. Is, this is new, new movie. movie. This is new what? movie. It just started streaming. Uh, I love the spider. idea. Yeah, of
0: every every movie that you watch is like the newest movie, like, dude. Have y'all seen Scream? This shit is changing the game in the you slasher. this film.
3: anime
1: called
0: Steamboat Willie. It's it's so <laughs> crazy. It's so crazy, and it's great and it has biblically accurate black people in it so cool <laughs> um. biblically accurate so <laughs> <laughs> oh. so yeah id id i'll save my rant for, well, for later well I, f-
2: I feel even better that this so i i like that infinite darkness came out first that's cool that's good they're they're on top then mm-hmm. they redeemed mm-hmm. themselves absolutely uh, infinite darkness is a snooze fest
1: yeah it's pretty bad it's it has moments like i think the the rat sequence in the submarine is like a pretty good sequence. it's cool it have been cool. longer it could have been better yeah. but like that's probably like the crown jewel of the show like yeah. that's like the most tense i don't it sucks it's like that could have been longer and it could have been more tense but it's like it just kind of comes and goes because that's like a scary situation you're like trapped on a submarine that's about to self destruct with a ton of like zombified rats who are moving like this one big creature swarm. Like that's a good setup for like a cool sequence. And it, but then he just like does the video gamey thing where he like makes an electrified puddle in the ground of water and it just kills <laughs> all of
3: them. And it's like oh,
0: yeah, dude, a submarine full of zombified rats, uh, similar to Degeneration,
3: mm-hmm.
0: where you thought like oh, the airport that'll be the whole movie i thought that for infinite darkness i thought they were going to be on that sub
3: yeah it's it's a
1: really wasted opportunity because like i was just thinking like the sub is like a good setting just for like a like just that right i mean Mm -hmm. like i'm saying Mm -hmm. like infinite darkness is like a four episode like mini series whatever so the episodes aren't feature length but like zombies on a submarine is a pretty good idea right because you can't like it, it gets glossed over really quick but the one um Call of Duty character guy is like, uh, we're in a pressurized tube underwater. You can't use guns because Leon is a moron and immediately like picks up his gun, like ready to kill stuff. Um, So I'm like, that is interesting. That puts limitations on our protagonists, right? They can't use firearms. They only can only do hand to hand combat. Like, you could do cool stuff with that. Like, what if, what if it was sort of like Death Island where everybody on the submarine was infected with the T-virus, but it was like a delayed thing, right? So then you didn't know who was going to be next, who was going to turn into a zombie next, right? Like you could set up like a whole cool, cool like horror setup with that, but it just gets wasted. Like a lot of stuff in Infinite Darkness. It's just like good ideas that just are executed kind of shittily.
2: Yeah, and like the Black Hawk Down scenario in the beginning was like, I was thinking, okay, you can have your geopolitical shit as like a, an aesthetic backdrop. Like mm-hmm. we see. Mm-hmm. Oh there's these soldiers. That get gunned down. And now they're torn apart. And strung up on this giant hand statue. And you can just have a good zombie movie. With that shit. As like you know. Aesthetic, aesthetic. Yeah backdrop. Or just in that mm-hmm. setting.
1: Yeah like like. You've got these American service members. Who are trapped in this like hostile enemy locate i mean you literally just black hawk down it right send leon in to like rescue them because he's the only one who has like experience fighting bows right like in all the other movies they send him in as sort of like a special agent right just send him in to like rescue the troops and then you find out there's this big conspiracy and they all were like infected or whatever but you can have it all in that same location you don't have to move it to this globe trotting thing like
0: right yeah right Right, unless the globe trotting is going to be you're in, I well you know it's really funny. That's the big criticism of RE six, is that it goes to all these different locations on the globe, but it you never get into it. And I wonder if that's not a part of the RE, uh, like a successful RE entry in the franchise is sticking to a particular location, like Raccoon City yeah. or the Mansion or uh the re4 does it really well right like the the town the village Mm -hmm. whatever um it's not a mission impossible franchise like you can't hop around it's like re might be a series that you have to have like okay this one's the airport one yeah this one is the sub one this one is the afghanistan one and you just you create your stories around that but you if you hop around too much, like you're leaving these great locations and sinking into those locations and finding notes and, and seeing what's left over. And uh, cause resident evil has this great thing of everything being abandoned, but also like, like glossy and kind of pristine in its own way. Like when things are broken down, they're still beautiful. Yeah. Uh, and so I think that aesthetic of decay needs at least an hour and a half to cook and you can't make a movie happen. If you are constantly jumping,
1: it misses that the environments in resident evil, like you mentioned, like the settings are as much a character as the actual characters, right? Like the mansion is a character in resident evil. Totally. Yeah. People will never forget the mansion from the original resident evil, all the weird Mm -hmm. puzzles and everything. Like um, the police
3: station. station.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's like, That's what Resident Evil's really good at and when you take that out it's just kind of like a generic action horror movie that doesn't quite know what it wants to be because it's not really horror it's not really action it kind of doesn't like Infinite Darkness more than any of these movies I think just like really doesn't feel like it knows what it's trying to do like what it wants to be
2: and we get a little boy in Infinite Darkness going back to the the tropes and it's yeah. like did that work? No. <laughs> he's he's mute. Don't care. He draws exactly the scene that we see in the beginning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like he drew the. What are you drawing? Oh, right, there? right, right, The right. opening was, shot of the movie. That's crazy. yeah. The
0: the kid who's hiding behind the 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 grate in the rubble or whatever. Yeah, that's never followed up on. Which I but kind he's, of he's to be honest. Kid, right? I think it's charming, though. It is charming to just, like, have these tropes and kind of do nothing with them. They're just like, oh, this is what you do in American movies. It
4: feels like,
1: especially even, like, the opening and stuff. Like, I don't know. Maybe this came out at a time when, like, Call of Duty was, like, really big. But I kept getting that vibe off of it. Like, every character in this, they, they didn't feel like Resident Evil characters. They felt like a character that was in, like, Black Ops 2 or something. Um, yeah and especially the main uh jason the guy who turns into the tyrant at the end Mm -hmm. like you know he he
0: just looks great voice actor great voice actor though yeah he he did a great job yeah he sounded he reminded me of uh who's that who's the guy from highlander clancy brown he reminded me of clancy brown um and i also i actually i thought id was going to be awesome when uh leon and jason have their standoff in the apartment and leon shoots him in the heart that was a badass scene okay cool like i didn't expect that shoots the dude in the heart like he has the cigarette and the cigarette keeps going down to the table that's full of guns and you're like Mm -hmm. who's gonna pull first i thought that was really effective and good but yeah the, the movie did not turn out to uh be that I, at all. i still don't know what the fuck was going on with the
1: ending because uh, i i just most recently watched this i watched it the rest of it today before this mm-hmm. and so it's like fresh in my mind and it was like what was leon's problem with like jason wasn't a monster i mean he was all like you know he went all like crazy tyrant right but he still obviously like could control himself like he could speak normally it seemed like he still had the ability to think normally and he yeah. was like he didn't even say he wanted to kill anyone. He's like, I just want them to see me. I just want to be like on TV, right? To let yeah, yeah. know what they were doing to Dude. us. Dude. And what is Leon's fucking problem? Like, why does right. Leon try so hard to stop him? Like, it doesn't make any sense.
0: Right. Japanese video games do this all the time. So Kojima does this all the time. Uh, uh And I think like, I think of even games like Dark Souls, where you're actually the bad guy. Yeah. Or like Sek- mm-hmm. Sekiro, where you are. You actually destroy like a village that's fighting to preserve its independence. Um mm. Leon's not the good guy here. Yeah. Yeah. But like I feel like American movies with uh, you know, like Ethan Hunt or James, or you know, British, but James Bond, you get this idea that they're like still kind of good guys and they they push back. Leon is actually kind of just a company man. Yeah. He's just his whole Leon's whole thing is like I get a mission, I do the mission, and that's it. And yeah, sometimes and it, that happens to overlap with helping my friends. But mm-hmm. unlike Claire and Chris and Jill, like Leon's like, hey, if, if they pointed me in your direction, yeah, that's it. Like I, I got to take you out. Like I'm, I'm going to mm-hmm. do that thing.
1: That would actually be really interesting if they make any more of these. That would be an interesting way to, to take it, right? Like mm-hmm. Leon just. It comes to straight up like antagonist. One of the movies,
0: he right? is—he is kind of the antagonist. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's—he's he's sort of an antagonist.
2: That is, I—I—I I, I like that that Dark Souls way of looking at it. Yeah, he's uh and when he does things his way, it does—it's not for some kind of like moral code. Like, no, I'm doing this my way. It's like. He's doing it his way because he he wants to continue, you know. Propagating the the uh, whatever this kid threw me off track when he ran by. No, but you're no no. I, I I
0: I know I know what you mean, and it's it's that Leon is uh, and I think this is like the actual darkest thing that Infinite Darkness does is that ending, where Claire says, "Give me the." chip and i'll show the world this and leon says no he doesn't believe that there are ways of doing this other than fighting every time something goes wrong but also that's probably just who he sees him as but then you have like i would say somebody like chris or joe if they could stop it permanently they would i don't think leon would think leon gets off on it yeah it's it's an
1: interesting it's i never really thought about this but you're totally right on this point and it, i feel like that's another like kind of wasted potential thing because this is like never really explored with leon like leon obviously has like trauma from raccoon city right like mm-hmm. he's sort of haunted mm-hmm. by it and he's dealing with that in his own way and like jill and chris and everybody else is kind of like dealing with their trauma in their own way but i don't know like it never the, the games and the movies never really give leon a chance to explain this because he's always just like doing one-liners and doing action hero shit like it never slows down at all to be like okay what what is his deal actually like why is he like this? <laughs> what has happened to him over the course of these like 20 years that this this like chronology uh chronology takes place like I don't know. It's, it's it's kind of disappointing that that hasn't really ever been explored because you know it's just in lieu of woohoo wacky action guy.
0: Hire us for RE Nine. We're your writers.
2: We we can so, tie
0: in Biohazard. We can tie it all in. We can yeah. we can make this all work.
2: The way you make him a straight up antagonist is you have the world actually pretty chill, and everybody's like cool we're recovering how you doing claire gets pregnant by somebody who looks like leon and leon is over his name is dion dion Dion. (laughs) Dion. he's black he's the black (laughs) Leon. (laughs) and uh chris is like i guess it's fine whatever um and then uh leon is in his feelings about it having nothing to do is just a fucking wreck. And uh he, he's killing two fifths of everclear a day. Ooh. And and then he's the one who unleashes the next bioweapon. Uh, yeah, he unleashes the next T virus because it's the only purpose that he ever had. You know honestly
1: I kind of feel like Leon should have been the villain of Death Island. Like the guy in Death Island who's the villain is -hmm. basically just Leon, but not Leon, right? He's another guy who survived Raccoon City who was like a company man and everything. And he's like, just all kind of like fucked up and has like PTSD and stuff. And is doing all this stuff out of that. Like Mm -hmm. honestly, Mm -hmm. if you wanted Death Island to be a much better movie, but you know, that's the thing though. Fans would have hated it. Like you couldn't. Yeah. That's the problem. That's the problem. Capcom
0: would have never greenlit that. They yeah. would have never let you do that, and fans would have hated it. But it is the clear, yeah, smart artistic choice is to like, and you could even imagine Leon who, with all of his like badassery, but now he's like a Russian roulette playing trench coat wearing cane guy. Yeah, because like, Leon as a cane
1: guy.
0: Yeah, he's got the DTS, and I feel like it would work so well because the best movies and games have the best villains and you have 20 years of lore for your yeah. build like right there you couldn't fuck it up if you fucked it up somebody would kill you but if you made him a really solid villain he could mm-hmm. be the best villain of all time and then how that would color the other like you're playing RE2 RE RE4 6 you know and you know eventually like this guy's going to Darth the, Vader he's the he's the he's big boss right like leon is yeah. big boss uh yeah. man it, it's it's actually a capcom like now that i
1: think about it from that point of view this isn't like a new thing for capcom because that's mm-hmm. like um final fight lore right like real nerd shit like street fighter canon um in final fight the old like arcade like side scroll and beat em up um one of the main characters is got cody who's just like Blonde hair, blue eyed, you know, it's like his girlfriend's the one got kidnapped. So he's got to beat up the Mad Gear gang, his girlfriend back. Um, but in universe, after the end of Final Fight, when he like, you know, saves his girlfriend and saves the city from the, the Mad Gear gang, like he just keeps beating up random like crooks and stuff and like gang members. Like he just can't stop fighting because it's like he's not a hero. He just enjoys beating the shit out of people. <laughs> and he ends up eventually getting arrested thrown in jail and then in street fighter alpha three he like gets bored so he just breaks out of jail he just punches the wall open and, and walks right out um but that's like so this isn't a completely new thing for capcom it just feels like no one's willing to like commit to that no mm-hmm. one's willing to commit to that bid just like make leon the villain like he's yeah. obviously on that trajectory like that's where it needs to go
2: and you have to have a badass, like the only way that you're going to take Leon out is you have to either have this really long badass Chris versus Leon fight scene.
0: Totally, dude. That's I'm it. Like, Leon, no, Chris has got to be the one to kill him.
1: It's yeah. got to be Chris. Like Leon yeah. versus Chris, that's like,
0: yeah. The whole series is moving towards this apex of a Chris v. Leon 30 minute battle yeah dude this has to happen it has to you can there's even like resident evil force stuff that you can tie into this like where
1: leon um because somebody was making a joke about leon's two things are asian women and american special forces operators with like facial scars
2: because like <laughs> he
1: has the whole thing with krauser in re2 yeah right and and you know like krauser's whole thing is yeah i was like fucked over by the government and um, mm-hmm. and, and him and Leon's only big ideological difference is that Krauser was willing to become like a BOW in order to like gain power and stuff. And Leon was like, No, I'm gonna remain human. I'm not gonna use power like that. But I'm but he still ends up killing him in the end.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um so yeah, you could even tie it into like a Krauser throwback kind of thing where he ends up becoming like sort of like what Krauser was doing and or Krauser was doing in RE4. Man, mm-hmm. you could even like too. You could have it be like a slow reveal, like the next Resident Evil game, you know, like you don't know who the villain is and it's like sort of in the, sh- right. and then all of a sudden you have a reveal that it's Leon Kennedy. Dude, like that
0: how would be sick would that be? Dude, you could call it Resident Evil Betrayal.
2: Yeah. Yo. Yeah. Man.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they'll never they'll <laughs> We never shouldn't put it. this podcast out anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Because we actually discovered what the next best game would be. Well, What's we up? put
2: it out, and then when they steal it because it's genius, we just sue them. And,
0: um, <laughs> so you got that from Agitator episode one fifteen.
2: Yep, dated October twenty sixth, twenty twenty three. I just
1: imagine like that ink ribbon guy making like a listening to this and making like a YouTube like lore speculation, like like see the YouTube thumbnail, yeah. like the true yeah. villain of Resident Evil or something like <laughs> that. You won't believe.
0: The true villain. <laughs> oh, Ink Ribbon, if you do that, I'll fucking cut your dick <laughs> off, dude. <laughs>
2: yeah. If you don't link to this show, we're gonna find where you live.
0: Kelby really will. He really yep. will. Oh no,
2: see,
1: so plot-wise, what's gotta happen is it's Leon versus Chris, but Leon kills Chris, and then Claire has to kill Leon. Like Claire is who actually like the final thing is.
0: I like I like this idea. So where is Jill in all of this? Where's Tigo Jill? Uh. Hmm. I was going to say Leon brainwashes her
1: Wesker style. Again, she just gets yeah. brainwashed again. Again, <laughs> yeah. yeah. She almost just be keeps like, getting brainwashed. Weird. I don't think Leon I, I, love.
0: I love a I love a good like dumb bitch who just keeps getting brainwashed. <laughs> I, I, I like I like that for her. <laughs>
2: imagine though like how that could set up a great jill centric sequel to that too after leon's dead we have a jill like a heavily jill focused where she's like i was brainwashed fucking twice twice
0: (laughs) (laughs) it's just like 30 minutes of her staring in a mirror (laughs) like who like who am i (laughs) it all takes place in the mirror um yeah, no, we'd have to figure out where everybody's uh, character loyalties lie, because I don't think everybody would immediately turn against Leon, right? If you gave him yeah. good enough motivations, you could have uh, like a, a Leon, Jill, V, Claire, and Chris, or, you know, some variation of that. Yeah. Rebecca could go one, one side. Rebecca could be the hero of the whole thing. She could be the one who like, why are we all fighting? Yeah like we're all we're all supposed to be friends um but yeah so we just invented Resident Evil 10 or 11 um yeah. what do we think about Death Island because i think if vendetta didn't exist death island would be the best one for sure
1: i would i would still rank damnation above death island if only for that final sequence with the tyrants interesting okay that part is really good but death island i do like death island because death island fixes one location yeah one location it fixes a lot of shit that we've been like criticizing some of these movies for like death island all takes place on alcatraz for the most part there's a few earlier scenes whatever but the big set piece is alcatraz and it stays there so it kind of fixes that problem um it's smaller scale, right? Like, you've got a decent villain. Um, but some of the action sequences kind of suck. They're, like, the choreography, action choreography is not nearly as good as in Vendetta. Um, no, no. They try. They,
0: they try. They try.
1: Like, I, I thought the fight with, um, what is it, Maria Gomez, the, like, hmm. dead or alive fighting game character girl, who I completely huh? forgot from Vendetta. Like, mm-hmm. I remember I was watching mm-hmm. Death Island, and I was like, who is this woman? Like, is she in one of <laughs> and i'm just like not remembering who she was and i was like wait
0: a second dude oh she was in Vistetta. when she punched i will say though when she punched leon through like three plates of glass like in john wick 3 yeah. i was like damn i wish that was me
2: that that scene is a little out.
0: like
1: she just went out too easy you know she just gets like stuck once and it's done and it's like yeah
0: wow. yeah it should it yeah, should have been a better for sure. You know? Yeah, because like he even like even his kick that he gives her mm-hmm. to send her into that splintered piece of wood is like mm-hmm. kind of half assed. I thought yeah. the fight was going to go on for another thirty seconds or so. Like yeah. I thought that was like his opening salvo for like the badass kamehameha that he was going to do to kill her, and then she yeah. was like, "Oh, this wood."
1: I like assumed that she was like also a B.O.W. or Enhanced or something like Wesker because of how she was doing all this other crazy Mm -hmm. metal gear stuff. And And, her dad,
0: you know, her dad and everything. So, like, I
1: assumed, like, she was going to get back up or she was going to, like, pull herself off of it and mutate. I thought so,
0: too. Yeah, I thought she was going to come out of that and he's going to be like, oh, thank God I killed her. And then, like, her tits turn into eyeballs or something. And and that's on.
1: I thought the villain was, like, a little bit of, like, the Russian roulette thing was kind of, like, I don't know. I mean it was it was cool, but it was also kind of corny too. I was kind of like, eh. Like,
0: I liked how corny it was. I really uh, liked the Russian roulette stuff. <laughs> I thought it was I liked his backstory. Yeah, we his backstory
3: was really cool. I did like it. Should have
0: been Leon. Hmm. But yeah, him is like a young, uh a green SWAT guy in Raccoon City who witnessed like had to okay, so he had to smash his friend's head in. He didn't have to smash his friend's head in that many times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: They, they made me overkill my friend. That
0: that's a. I mean that whole. They segment... made me eat his balls. It's like no, well, they didn't. What are you talking about?
3: Yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> on you, man.
0: <laughs> that, that whole little segment of
1: like the kind of flashbacks of raccoon city and the, this like umbrella strike team and stuff i wish that had been expanded on a little bit like that was actually yeah. pretty cool shit to see like i liked that it was like calling back to it and you were seeing something else happening like i don't know you could have i was like kind of hoping that like hunk would make an appearance during that yeah moment. that would have like, been like that was even yeah. because okay so like i when i was talking about death island earlier i said it was like the avengers of resident evil movies because it's like everyone's mm-hmm. here all of the characters that you you love they're all in the same movie even though like doesn't necessarily have to make sense but they're all here yes. which is a selling point like i was happy to watch a movie with jill in it because none of these movies have had jill so far so it was cool to see her um mm-hmm. but like I don't know it's like it focused on a lot of stuff that wasn't that interesting and didn't spend enough time with the stuff that really was interesting at least to me
0: well there was one thing or two things i should say that were interesting to me in death island and that i definitely appreciated i feel like i spent most of this movie hypnotized by the cgi boobs i just <laughs> I, I i thought they were great what if at the beginning of the movie right like um We're introduced to this bad guy and his friend and they're kind of talking like, Hey, you want to get pizza after this? And he's like, yeah, sure. Whatever. They go to the station, people get infected. They get the call that they have to kill anyone who's infected. Mm -hmm. His buddy gets bitten, right? Mm -hmm. They have this standoff where he's going to kill the guy, but then his ammo's out that's where the Russian roulette thing comes from, right? His buddy tackles him, and his buddy's killing him, right? Mm-hmm. He doesn't get the upper hand.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: The, his buddy's about to kill him. and then the door opens and tofu walks out. <laughs> we, <laughs> we, yeah. we get we get tofu in Death Island. That would really make it an Avengers movie. Nobody's been bold enough to put hunk or tofu in their in their in their
1: movie. I would love to have just like a hunk movie like mm-hmm. just focused on him
0: hunk and tofu just call it hunk and tofu <laughs> no, maybe not tofu, <laughs> but just, just hunk. Like,
1: like just a hunk centric movie because like I feel like the only other hunk centric piece of media there's been has been that uh that four player co-op cover shooter thing um mm-hmm. umbrella city chronicles or something like that it was like umbrella
0: chronicles yeah umbrella yeah. chronicles
1: yeah um and it's like eh, I don't know. It, it kind of wasn't great, but I would love to see like I don't know. But it might also be one of those things where it's like Hunk is good because you only see get little. You only see him in small bursts, right? He's always like in a little side thing or like a mini game or something. It maybe if it, it was like a whole thing built around him, it would
0: get kind of old. Maybe I don't know. It, Unless you made him very enigmatic, like if you made yeah. Hunk like very idiosyncratic. he Mm -hmm. was like a guy who had to have his four o'clock tea yeah. you know and it didn't matter what was happening like hunk had to if you made him weird and kind of me gay ish you could have a whole hunk story I think Mm -hmm. he's not interesting enough as just like a badass SWAT dude who's always masked up you know you never see him like you'd have to give him something like it would be it would be funny in like way of the house husband type shit you know what i mean we're like he's a he's a domesticated mama's boy or something who gets sent out and is just really good at killing he's actually got like a big i love mom like tattoo and yes exactly 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 or he has to watch his stories or something like that like raccoon city is going to be nuked in 30 minutes and he's like fuck but days of our lives comes on in 15 minutes like you know how do i How do I make this schedule work? That's how you make that character interesting. Otherwise, he's just, you know, awesome.
2: So we're doing all this shit that has some people probably screaming uh, and cursing us and hoping this never happens. What... How would you rank... Because we're all Resident Evil fans, right? Yeah. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: But... What is the resident evil fan base like i feel like leon is antagonist to me that is genius Mm -hmm. to the point of being a no-brainer obvious direction that it's going in that it probably won't and that a lot of people would fucking hate but what like so where what's the line there what is the difference between Mm -hmm. like how are we such good fans that we can accept greatness and Everybody else wants Leon to just be uh no, no, he's the he's the pretty boy, he's the good guy.
3: I think some
1: people just want like the same shit over and over again, you know, forever. And I don't mind things taking chances and doing something kind of extreme and and changing things around, especially once it starts to become like kind of stale, right? Like that's the reason Resident Evil 4 was like. One of the most important video games ever made, right? Like it took a series that was really starting to just like get real stale and completely reinvented it. Completely invented an entire new genre of action game, right? Like incredibly influential, like moving forward. And it took a ton of like chances, right? Like it took a it took a game series that was considered classic even when RE4 came out, right? It was considered like one of the best game series reasonable time and re4 really like went out went for it and that doesn't always work sometimes when you really go for it you miss but at least you took the chance and but i feel like people most people aren't like willing to accept that risk you know of like really just like going forward trying something radically different i think that that's why people wouldn't accept it they wouldn't want it or if they did it it would be like Oh, it's actually like a clone of Leon or something. Like in the
3: end, mm-hmm. like the Leon is mm-hmm. fine or
1: something like that. Um Yeah. Oh no, I am just not not Claire has to kill Leon. Ada Wong has to kill Leon. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> Ada Wong. Yeah, it's <laughs> yep. Ada Wong. It's yep. always been yep. Ada
3: Wong.
2: And yep. he accepts it. He embraces it. Yeah. He allows to her- be,
3: he's
2: it's, be like, trapped it's like the end of the slider.
1: It's like the end of the fly when Jeff Goldblum's like, "Kill me" or whatever. Like Leon's all mutated, and he's like, "Kill me," and, and like Ada has to kill him.
2: She has mm-hmm. to stomp his face with the her high heel.
1: Yep. He can
0: die happy. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> he just busts. And he's got a big. He's got a huge old tyrant hog. That just, like, <laughs> yeah. Blows he has got like a dick with an eyeball
1: in it for some reason yeah
0: it's got an eyeball yeah exactly
2: i feel like with all the ip obsession this has to be like please start taking shit in this direction like not even to sabotage. not even like fuck all this you know nostalgia obsession like uh not even as sabotage just as get ballsy like do like if we're going to just keep going and going and going with all this different franchise shit, then like get ballsy, go in a new direction. Yeah.
1: I mean, that would be interesting. I mean, like there hasn't, I think the last time anything like that was tried was probably resident evil seven, like the first person one, which Mm -hmm. a lot of people liked. I, I never really played it. It didn't really interest me that much. I know people who really liked it. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. It's just not like the kind of game I want to play. Um, but that was pretty bold to move in that direction. I started
0: it. It's good, it's really good. It was yeah.
1: good. I watched like yeah, a playthrough okay. of it and it, it looks cool, but yeah, it's, it's I mean, kind it's, like, of not, not like evil. I think it really like misses yeah. some
0: stuff, right? Exactly. I, I agree with you 100%. It's like you can see the the jump from RE2 and three to four, yeah, and then when you get to seven, you're kind of like, uh. Eh. And I, I think, think it just... I think it has to do with the story. Like, the, the idea of going with, like, a Texas Chainsaw Massacre style yeah. story Yeah, I think doesn't quite fit. Like, yeah. Eh, needs a big super... Needs a big Nihei superstructure in there somewhere.
1: Exactly, yeah.
0: And I am just... Uh, I think, like...
1: Unfortunately, the money is in the remake stuff right now because it plays to the nostalgia aspect. Like... Mm-hmm. And I don't hate the remakes. Like um RE2 remake is great. The yep. RE3 yep. remake is whatever. But I'm like,
0: playing it right now and it it tells me that I'm 20% through and I've only played it for like two hours. What the it's RE3 so one? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I heard it's like really it's bizarrely short. It kind mm-hmm. of feels like half assed. Yeah. But the um the RE4 remake's fucking great. I played a shitload of that. I did like a knife and go, like handgun only run like i i played a ton of the RE4 remake absolutely loved it and RE4 was not a game that needed a remake you know RE4 know. is one of the best games of all time it didn't need yeah. a remake but like you know it it turned out really well so they they're doing really well with the remakes they're financially successful i think like RE4 remake is one of the most like one of the biggest games for capcom in a while not since like probably like monster hunter world or something but I just like they're locking themselves into just making remakes of games they've already made. And I mean, are we going to get like an RE6 remake? I mean, it, are the RE4 remake kind of like uh sets up an RE5 remake which will be extremely interesting <laughs> if it happens because I do not know how in the current political environment you could do RE5 again. Bro,
2: it was problematic when it came out. I know, yeah. <laughs> I was like and I remember just playing it, thinking, cool, we're in Africa, mm-hmm. and this is fun. And I really, I thought it was a masterpiece. Like, I was so yeah, hyped me too. on it. I did, too. Uh, yeah. And then the reviews started rolling in. And I think initially the reviews were pretty, like, gameplay sent, like, pretty positive from what I can remember. But at a certain point, I was reading shit and going, oh people are mad that you're shooting a bunch of black people well we're, we're here in africa i don't know i'm sorry we're not in the colonial part of africa like i didn't
1: okay so it didn't really
2: bother me because
1: yeah it's like okay well it's set there i think the only part that i remember when i was playing it back in the day and i was kind of like yeah that's kind of a little much was eventually you end up running into like like tribal black people who have like spooky masks on or in a kind of like ooga booga character like
2: <laughs> and mean, i was like okay maybe, maybe that's a bit yeah. much <laughs> like, biblically yeah the biblically accurate yeah. <laughs> <one>. <laughs> <laughs> like maybe maybe but then also too it's like if
1: you watch japanese stuff you know that like they're not coming at it from this racist point of view they no. just they just no. don't fucking care like they, yeah they, they just don't.
2: look at shit and they're like hey that's cool So just the same way that they watch some spy movies and go, all right, here's solid snake. We've kind of watched a few American action movies and now we know what's up with special ops. They're like, yeah, we know Africa, ooga booga tribes and shit. Yeah. Let's go. All right. We got it.
0: There's no malice. There's no malice there at all. You know, Mm -mm. they don't like you or they don't like black people, but they don't like white people either.
2: They don't yeah, like anybody, just, Japanese like nationalist as shit.
0: Yeah, it's like one of the most nationalist countries I could think of off the top of my head. So it's Which like, is fine. It's, it's like, what do you it's do with Nazis?
2: Put them on an island. We did. It's called yeah. Japan, and we yeah. love it. <laughs> <laughs> and
0: it turns out they make really cool shit, and they have crazy interpretations of white Americans and black tribe people. And <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I feel like it's just a utopia paradise. Of being able to be racist.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and like, you final we can't find a place there, on the
0: planet where you can be racist.
1: You just got to
2: respect it because I'm not Japanese. I'm never going to mm-hmm. be Japanese. You're just like, yeah, cool. Respect. I like your shit. Keep making mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Like if they made a Kelby character, he would just be JD from Damnation. Yeah, they made It'd a Kelby like- character. And that's why Damnation is the best one. Yeah, <laughs> the...
1: yeah. they made they made me in vendetta like the nerd ass, or maybe it was in death island it was like the nerd ass guy who
0: brought rebecca chambers rebecca coffin. the coffee yeah I, yeah like he, gets like he was he just like, like a... really horny for
1: rebecca and then immediately gets killed
0: immediately gets sodomized by a zombie <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah no uh if i was an re character who would I be?
2: You'd be Chris and Leon's baby.
0: Oh, I like that. I like that. I'd be jacked as fuck. Just come <laughs> out with a huge ass head. Fucking heart beating way too fast. I should be tight. Actually, um, I see... You'd probably be like
1: like an Ethan Winters guy, cause you're like I a, could be Ethan Winters, like, yeah. You're a big wife wife guy, so I could definitely <laughs> Chris Redfield like domed your wife, you know, really mad. About
0: <laughs> yeah. That. yeah, yeah, I'd be Ethan Winters. I I fuck with that, yeah, for sure. Except I'd win. I always <laughs> win. Uh, so Death Island, we kind of glossed over it. There's some cool stuff in there. They go to Alcatraz. There's a bad guy who plays Russian roulette um chris redfield are,
2: has a great outfit
0: yeah he's got like a hawaiian shirt that he oh, yeah. takes off once once <laughs> the action starts he's like i gotta lose this shit uh, I,
1: I literally like cracked up
0: out loud when i <laughs> saw chris in the hawaiian shirt like, in the in the, in the fucking tommy bahama shirt yeah yeah um, somebody knew how funny that
1: was and that <laughs> i appreciate that
0: yeah and then uh the bad guy has mosquitoes that can make you zombies that was terrifying
2: a bit, because... A big... Go ahead. No, I mean, we have, you know, crazy mosquitoes around here. So just the thought mm-hmm. of that, like, here's how the outbreak happens. Mosquitoes. It's like, oh, shit. Everybody's fucked.
0: The thing that I hated about Death Island, and I really wish they had done it because they had a vaccine. I really thought they were going to be... And this is why they'll never do our, like, Leon bad guy thing. I thought they were going to turn all the characters except for Jill into zombies. And then mm. of course, have them vaccinated and turned back. Yeah. But I thought heard. that that, I thought that was going to be a thing where we were going to see like zombie Claire and Chris and Leon and mm. just didn't happen. So I was really bummed. Like they get the vaccine just in time. Cause yeah. whatever, I don't know, but you the know, uh, the ending fight they was super should tight. Go
2: that they won't, mm. they definitely won't. This would be a agitator fan made Resident Evil. The vaccine is what turns everybody into.
0: Let's go. Weapons.
2: Rare candy style,
0: rare candy vaccine based. Uh, uh that's what I was actually always kind of hoping for, and uh, I'd always remembered RE as being based on pharmaceutical companies, but when I watched. Degeneration, and then the movies that followed, I was like, oh, but they still they still think there's, like, a, si- a way to science your way out of a pandemic like that, and that's where I hop off the train. Like, well, and you don't... have
2: to because you gotta have the sequels, like, you gotta, uh, yeah. like, you know, you sure. gotta save the day somehow, and how do you do that besides unzombify somebody? With... So for all that we um,
1: talk shit about Infinite Darkness, that kind of, it was kind of based in that, like, the... Uh, what is it, like Secretary of war or whatever, Wilson, mm-hmm. his whole plan is to scare everybody with the threat of the T virus. But yeah. he's also like selling this inhibitor, like vaccine. I don't call it a vaccine they call it, like an inhibitor or whatever, but it's basically like keeps you from turning into a zombie, yeah. but it doesn't like vaccinate you. It just keeps you from turning into a zombie for a little while. And you got to take like a constant. That's true.
0: It is based, but yeah. they can't say that the vaccines are fake. They have to invent a new word. Yeah, it's, it's an, an inhibitor. inhibitor. It's an inhibitor, yeah. But it's the yeah. same idea. It's like
1: he's going to create a virus and he's going to create the solution to the virus and then force everyone to take it.
2: Oh, that sounds really familiar.
1: <laughs> Damn, it's almost like art imitates life.
2: Right, what are your pow- yeah. like power rankings
1: for the movies? In terms of like which ones are just, just ranking in from best to worst. Okay, like, Vendetta is my favorite, for sure. I think, like, Vendetta, Damnation, Death Island, Infinite Darkness, and then Degeneration. I think Degeneration is my least favorite. It's, it's, and I think it's just because of, like, what I said about earlier, that I feel like it's got a lot of potential that was, like, squandered. And I, I hate that.
0: Fair
2: enough. Kelby? So I'd go Hallway Scene in Vendetta, Damnation, Rest of Vendetta, Death Island, Degeneration, Infinite Darkness.
0: Yep. Same ranking for me, except without the caveat of the hallway scene. For me, it's Vendetta, Death Island, uh, Damnation, Degeneration, Infinite Darkness. I hated it infinite darkness and we don't just really like, do big negativity on this show so like i haven't talked about how much i hated that movie but uh it sucks it stinks it it's does
2: not the one. there's yeah. parts like what you mentioned that make we're making it sound cooler than it is because the and that's mm-hmm. part of that's part of why i, I hate it because there is that like wasted potential and there's scenes that it sucks because there are scenes that are really good and it's mm. like It is surrounded by boring shit that is not Resident Evil at all. Resident Evil is never boring. And Resident Evil never you're like, okay, so here's the stories like the story. Who cares?
0: Yeah. They're zombies.
2: It's also the first time they call them zombies. I've never heard them called zombies. Like we call them that because that's what it like, you know, that's what they they are, basically. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> but they've never called them zombies from what i can remember except in infinite darkness
1: did they call them zombies in resident like in the games i think in like re like i have this like memory of in like re3 like the original somebody saying like there are zombies outside or something like that
0: but i or can't maybe remember. the the black cop in re2 i think calls them zombies
2: yeah
0: Go with the bike. oh
2: he does he does yeah yeah, he does. But in the movies,
1: nobody ever calls him that until yeah, you're you are right about that. In the movies, nobody ever says that. Until a the darkness, and it feels like kind of out of place. It feels, I don't know. It's, it's too it, it was
2: like it was like noticeable, and it made me yeah. think, oh, y'all don't really know what you're doing. You're like, oh, oh what uh, a zombie story. Okay.
0: <laughs> Death Island also has a great scene where a liquor's tongue like almost touches Jill's tits. Oh, yeah. I thought that was great. I, really I like watched
2: that. that one in 05 x speed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they
0: got like almost hentai in Death Island. You and know, she's the- like, she's got her face turned. She's like, oh, oh. like Alien Three hentai. You know, yeah, the time it's getting the- it's getting real close, and you see those those beautiful CGI boobs. I love that. That stuff.
2: are already kind of like wet and glistening.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you have great CGI boobs.
2: If, so, we, if we can break did. stuff up like Kelby did, I would say,
1: actually, for me, the airport sequence in Degeneration, then Infinite Darkness, and then the rest of the Generation Because I really okay. dislike the second half of Degeneration. The, generation. That's the cool. first half is sick. I really like the airport stuff. I wish the whole movie had just been that.
2: Yeah.
0: My favorite sequence, yeah, from, from the whole series, is the zombie hallway CQC and then the Chris and Arius fight. Then the final boss fight in Death Island. I just thought that was really cool. I like how they all use their little skills and I love the putting the plasma cannon in its mouth and then firing yeah. it. I thought that was super cool. And then the Oh, I dam- liked
2: that Jill gets choked for a second. That was cool.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. The the choking part was cool. The damnation, uh blowing the tyrant apart with the tank yeah that shit was hard um and then yeah after that it's it's kind of a hodgepodge of scenes you know um
2: chris and uh chris and leon double teaming the rocket launcher
0: yes that was so hard dude that that (laughs) um my little brother when we watched that
1: he was like uh did they just not know which direction was like where the rocket came
0: out, and they were just guessing? Yeah. Like, like, no, it's coming out this side. Leon's like, <laughs> oh, it's coming out the other side. <laughs> no, that shit was so tight. That was so tight. Um, And then Infinite Darkness, I did. I liked. I liked Leon's use of weapons against Jason, like Tyrant Jason, mm-hmm. or whatever. I liked that he got the fifty cal, and he got a shot off. Oh know? yeah, knocked his arm it, off. Yeah, that was I kind knocked, of knocked so his arm off. Yeah. And then, and then he found another obscene weapon somewhere uh, to fight him with, and then eventually, like the the Jason Tyrant is just like a torso on a. It was it was very uh, gothic the way that whole thing ended up, you know. And I kind of did like the acid that was just rising. Yeah, and that and was a Claire, uh, you Claire mean, had not- to escape it. The end sequence of. Like, part four of ID was actually okay. That was pretty decent. It hit the tropes. I thought it, like, it was very satisfying. But all the meandering to get there, yeah. it could have been so much better.
1: I, did, I didn't I think about this before, but was the fifty cal blowing off the arm? There's no way that was a reference to Versus. Was it? Like, do you guys think that that was a Versus reference?
0: It could be. At this point, it could be. I mean it's We're it's it's, the director, it's in, that, it's in your the, interview with him like hey was that scene
1: a reference to the uh, Re, rea Re, versus
0: it it could be because like versus has to be in the like in the head canon at least yeah. you know like yeah. i mean at, the, at this point
1: i mean we know kojima um, really liked it because he got the guy who directed it to do the action scenes and twin snakes so
0: yeah yeah mm-hmm. exactly this one actually like vendetta had a real twin snakes feel to me but, like, good. yeah, yeah, <laughs> but good. When I was yeah. watching it, I was like, oh, this is like if Twin Snakes was good. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I guess that'll do it. Thank you, Ren.
1: Yeah, I appreciate it. It was fun. I'm glad that, uh, glad you guys enjoyed these. Um, not many people I feel like have watched these movies,
0: you know,
2: like, I- should People have watched them because they have terrible. Or terrible. Oh, denying. yeah. Bring
0: up the, the ratings. Let's, uh, before we go, let's talk about the ratings on these movies.
2: They're about the same <laughs> between like the IMD Letterboxd crowd, where you're you in the six out of 10 range on IMDb and in the like high two, low three range on Letterboxd. And let's just see, since unanimously Vendetta is way up there, we've got a 3.0 out of five. Uh, which is not good because Letterboxd is the place where people are like Parasite has an average of 4.8 out of 5 and <laughs> you know, yeah. everybody loves it uh, yeah so 3.0 some of the top that Breaking Bad joke took 10 years off my life is the number one no the Breaking review. Bad joke is great the Breaking Bad joke is gold i'm surprised we didn't bring that up before actually yeah vendetta takes
1: time for the for the listening audience vendetta takes like almost like it's like three or four minutes long scene where chris's like squad just talks about breaking bad yeah yeah (laughs) out of nowhere and it it rocks it's just one of the funniest things in any of these movies
2: chris is like Mm -hmm. you know what You know what I just realized? This is the longest y'all I've ever gone without talking about Breaking Bad. And then they all start (laughs) talking about Breaking Bad. It's a masterpiece! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, People appreciate the action, the positive reviews. Uh, This is Resident Evil, the real deal, but it is so Resident Evil that only fans will enjoy it. Okay, it's like if you count the video games, it's like the 15th entry into the series. Like, what are you coming at it as a newbie? <laughs> like, yeah. Start with resident evil vendetta.
1: <laughs> I, I have to say that's, I mean, that's why I asked you guys afterwards. Cause I didn't even think, uh, have these guys that even played the games, because if you haven't played any of the games, like I, I do have to agree that these movies probably are not going to do much for you. Like, you don't have to be like a super fan or play to all of the games to enjoy them, but having at least like a baseline familiarity with the universe is probably a prerequisite. Going if in you
0: that. click on this movie to watch it and you've never played a game, you're retarded. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> that's another thing. That's another thing that I enjoyed so much about Vendetta. I do say with a hundred percent sincerity, you can go and search Vendetta hallway fight and you can enjoy it but a lot of my enjoyment from it did come from like thinking damn this would be so badass as a video game Mm -hmm. like the way that they're fighting CQC I feel like you could if you structured an entire video game around the ability to fight like that you could make that happen in a video game
1: yeah some like Metal Gear Solid 5 type of stuff
2: yeah yep. yeah yeah, all
3: right. yeah I mean, these movies so
1: I, I, to be honest like the, none of these movies are like masterpieces all right like Vendetta stands I think above all of them Vendetta is one of my favorite movies now but they're by no means like some of the best movies ever made or anything like that and you know they're just movies that like I think are a lot of fun and they are especially fun if you're a fan of the series and you kind of like know a little bit about the series and stuff because it's got stuff that you know you'll you'll be like hey it's that guy you'll do the leonardo dicaprio like pointing at the screen mm-hmm. kind of
3: thing. <laughs>
1: um and that's stuff's fun but like overall like my recommendation still stands that like if you watch any of them just watch watch vendetta like that that's the one that you'll get the most out of
3: i think of all of them
2: cosine. I I have a question to ask when we stop recording.